XM 105, Sirius 206, the Opie and Anthony Channel. The Ron and Fez Show starts right now. Buddies, it's the Round of Fez show. 
Wednesday. A lot of stuff going on the show today, including a uh, an unmasked announcement. Because we're just about at the end of February. It's on now. And then March comes in like a lion. Let's light that fucker up. <coughs> it's, we're fucking saying fuck you to winter. I don't know. Rob Cross just said to me that uh, March is his worst month because it's so disappointing. It's overrated. I got to agree with him. Okay. You think, oh, winter's over, but it's not. It's just waiting to kidney punch you. All right. Uh, Chris Stanley, I believe, well, you had two of the big videos last night up on the iBang. Number one is the girl from Delahoo, Delaware, Delaware. This is the youngster who, she wins Miss Teen Delaware, and I guess not very long after, a porn comes out. Yep, sucking and fucking. Now, as I explained to Fez yesterday, this was probably just the boyfriend who, you know, backstabbed her. And as you can see by this professional setup where the man's just meeting her, I was 100% correct. <laughs> How many of these have you ever seen, too, where do the talk about yourself a little bit? I love that part. Yeah. When's the first time you got laid? When did you first suck a dick? Did you like it? Did the men used to look at you when you were little and you're like, what? Well, just get to it. Now, uh, it's a backstory, whether it's a lie or not. So the full porn, uh, you can link it on the iBang if you go to the iBang.com. But let me just say this. She's so young that she's not ready for any of this in terms of what am I supposed to do? Hey, do I move? I'm not even as saying thrust back, but simply act like you're conscious. She's a real doll. Well, yeah. she's only like I don't know three months into her eighteen, her into her legalness. She's like you know, it's like she was her. She turned eighteen March last year, and this was shot in August. This, so she's real young. <laughs> yeah, and while she's still eighteen, she wins Miss Teen Delaware. So, yeah. and people are saying, why doesn't she? Didn't because she's stupid. She's just a little stupid girl. She wants some quick cash. Girls do porn. All right. So if you go to the ibang dot com and see this. There she is. Going to work on it. Yeah. Poorly, but, you know, there's no gusto. <laughs> as, I, as I try to point out to the young people, if you're going to make a mistake, make a mistake with passion. Don't make a mistake with trepidation or fear or not wanting to be in the game. Get in there and make a mistake because you're too excited to be playing. She, on the other hand, is like, I think I, I don't know what I'm doing. The only thing that she has going for her is youth in this situation. She's, she's so young. So apparently, even though she has stepped down, she's still not admitting that this is her. Come on, lady. It's you. Body double. I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. It was over Dan's shoulder. What was it? Body double. Body double. Um, yeah, she didn't even say that much, but there she is looking slightly confused. Now, here's the interesting thing. Overnight, uh, she passed the girl from Parks and Rec as being the most famous girl from Delaware. There's not a lot of fame in Delaware. 
hey, she should fucking take control of this. She should say, hey, yeah, I'm the porn queen of Delaware. Hey, everyone, who wants this fucking young pussy? I'm still 18. Not even Joe Biden was born in Delaware. It's uh, it's fine. I like I like this broad, and I've tried to give up porn for fucking Lent. That's 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 shit to bed. Well, she just sent you to hell in a, a handbasket. Um, all right, I'm reading some of this stuff on the iBag, and no one seems to be absolutely impressed with the work that she's doing right now. There she is, just there. She's a real doll. She's just a fucking honestly a sex, yeah, <laughs> yeah, a blow up doll. This is a very young blow up doll. <laughs> all right, you're just. Fresh off the presses. Fresh off the fucking latex factory. Um, <laughs> so fucking funny. As bad as the sex is, I think even the interview... Look how bad this guy's gonna fuck from underneath because she's not even working it. She doesn't know what she's doing. Well, God bless her. I hope everything works out for her. I mean, what I'd like to say to her is you don't need a crown to be a queen, honey. Okay. Oh. I don't get that she doesn't fucking just admit it. She stepped down already. She resigned. If there, there's plenty of other fucking porn stars with like that look slightly like celebrities, that fucking celebrities don't stop acting or whatever the fuck. I'm sure though the difference is well, you're not allowed to be a you know. I mean, they will kick you out. They this is all. Even though to me, any kind of God, this is so <laughs> bad. It's like. I hate to say it, it looks like a bird is blowing someone. Like a stork somehow went down on a human. At least he gave her a pillow for her knees there. And that... that was nice, because you don't want to get those little knee rashes. She has to fucking be, be in a goddamn pageant later. All right, there's other things on the eye bang and I won't even bring up, but it looks like we're going to have trouble even doing that today. It's a hot story. Yeah, it's a hot story. You broke one here today. <laughs> It's a fucking hot one. Well, when you said it, I'm like, we can't put this up on the site. I wasn't sure, but that was like, you know what, well, fuck th it. The editor got the idea of a nice link. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I can't even get back into it now. It's just getting slammed. And why wouldn't it? It's fucking Miss Teen Delaware taking some dick. Not very well, but she's taking it regardless. Um... You yeah. would think they would put it on the application. Is there a sex tape out there? I'm sure it is. I'm sure they ask those kind of things. I know yes? that you're mad at the officials. I am. For, I I feel like she was set up. Like they knew this was out there. And how then would? They, do you understand how small the Miss Teen Delaware thing is? <laughs> do you know what it really takes to do like a background check and have private detectives? As if you were going for somebody to be vice president. The Miss Teen Delaware, it's not that different, in my eyes, of being Miss Teen Bergen County. I mean, there's just not a lot of people in Delaware. You could even tell. If you would have looked at this kid and say, is that the prettiest girl in Delaware? You would assume no. But it's Delaware. She's got the poise. I just think with these beauty pageants, there's such a Puritan ideal behind them. Oh, we're finding, oh, the most wholesome people in the world yes. to be here. That they knew this was out there and how, then did it to humiliate her afterwards. How could they know it was out there? If someone says no to you, you don't know after that. They're not going to run a background check on the kid. 
They're just going to ask the question. I'm sure there's some old blue-haired lady in fucking Wilmington or Claymont who's just mortified, and then her husband's going upstairs and putting this on his fucking iPhone and jacking to it. Mm-hmm. He's getting that fucking Delaware pussy. Oh, God. There she goes. Fucking DuPont veg. Working that dick. Dick! Dick! So many people are trying to send in where you got that term from. Well, the uh, fact that you're not 100% sure drives us all insane. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want the popping th- poppin things is ASAP Rocky, Rocky's fucking song, but I never even heard the fucking thing, so it yeah, can't I know. be that. I, I'll tell you. Once I remember, I will tell people. I'm sure you heard it from one of your black buddies <laughs> who knows exactly where it's from, but you were so fucking high up. Um. Shrek is saying she's not admitting that it's her because she knows how awful it was. This is painful to watch. Uh, Older Fez says, I've had nurses put on catheters with more passion. (laughs) Just terrible. It's nice to see the uh, scandal break and we actually get the video, though. A lot of times they'll be like, oh, my God, they stepped down, but you never see the porn. Well, you're the only one that I know who got it. I I hadn't seen it anywhere else. It was just everywhere else that I saw it was just like news people going, apparently she's up on one of those websites. Yeah, the The type of websites I would never go to. Please. Well, usually it's just photos, too. Yeah, I like this new media fucking scandal. Or it's fucking hardcore pornography. Well, everybody has seen this exact setup before. They're in a shitty hotel room. Yeah. <laughs> fucking the guy's using a condom, which fucking blows. Hate that shit. Ruins the pornography. And he never shows who he is. Oh, no. He's just some weirdo who... He's a torso and a cock. <laughs> just right. fucking fuck machine. Like, he definitely doesn't want his mug out there. But they go turn around and ruin this old girl's chance to be Miss Teen East Coast. Hey, maybe she wasn't so fucking hard up for cash. She'll be down at Dewey Beach this fucking summer. God, that's boring. <laughs> from that from that angle, it looks like Kramer's banging her. <laughs> Alright, so you can check that out at the iBang.com. It's all there. We got other things to plug, but we probably shouldn't overamp. Miss Delaware style Miss Delaware Teen USA is a bad girl. William just said she needed to be asked questions about the environment before she got passionate about it. <laughs> Condor said this guy was one of the judges. That's collusion, sweetheart. Uh, I don't really. I'm getting people complaining to me about the server. Hey, this thing was up since last night, so you have plenty of opportunities to see it before it gets plugged on the radio. Oh, there she is getting jizz on her face. That's what Chris Stanley is going to do for you. He's going to get the get video so you don't have to. It's all right here, baby. Oh, there she blew a kiss with the fucking jizz on her face. Uh, Yeah, but she took the jizz with such. I'm not, I don't want to say disdain, but at least, at the very least, confusion. Like, I guess when someone spanks on you, you kind of turn your head to the left. <laughs> Keep those eyes open. I mean, seriously, she looks like she's in geometry class during a lecture. 
Oh, she's dead inside right there. It would have been a nice touch if she got a crown and a bouquet of roses on uh, after this. Yeah, I don't think she was Miss Delaware when that happened. No, no, Although she does say she's done some pageants. Oh, God. Fucking edge. Fucking she also funny. said no one knew that she did this. Now, well, so how did you meet these weirdos? How did you end up in the Newcastle Ramada Inn? She likes it there. She's just hanging out in the parking lot with two ugly fucking lamps and a single bed. Yeah, it looks like a, that's like that's like a full size fucking bed. What the <laughs> fuck is this shit? This is one dirty ass fuck motel. Budsville says he needs boner pills just for the vid. She is barely legal in this, though. <coughs> it's confirmed. Sponge says this is how Merc babies are made. Look, DuPont is very, very sorry about the Merc baby scandals, and they're changing some of the stuff. That's good. In their lawn supplies. Uh, not a squeak or a moan from her. It is true. Yeah, she was totally silent about the entire thing. She was all locked up. Uh, I just didn't know what to say. I was thinking. Thinking about your fucking future, right? Getting this fucking video out, you crazy skank. She had no future, if, no matter where she went with this. She could have went all the way to Trump's apartment. <laughs> Nothing was ever going to happen for this kid. So it's up on the com, the iBang.com. Uh, let's see what we put it up there under... Miss Delaware Teen USA is a bad girl. Definitely not safe for work. You know, I was curious about this, Hicks, and you do seem to be my internet guy. Okay. Fez is my outer net guy. You're the internet guy. When and who came up with not safe for work? I think it was probably sometime in once broadband got really popular and people had a lot of internet access at their jobs when like your job when everyone started to have a computer at their job and they and you had to use email every day people started sending NSFW I don't know who fucking came up with it but someone was like listen you're going to get fired from your job if you fucking look at this link and who checks on them the IT guys yeah cuz we don't have those Kind of people to worry about st stuff here. No, it's much more relaxed. I mean, just pouring up in the office all the time. Whatever. Who cares, right? I, I saw Rob and Steve were watching porn the other day. Oh, my God. They have to set a better example for us. <laughs> you have to set a, a better example for the fucking weirdos who work for you. Um... I would guess not safe for work. The phrase came up maybe even before the internet where there were so stories that someone would get in trouble for like putting a dirty cartoon up in their cubicle. But what would you do, right? Not safe for work over your fucking clipped out uh, comic? I don't think so. I think it definitely has to be an internet thing. Oh, this is funny. Drew Curtis from FARC tried to trademark it back in 2007 but was denied. All right, Drew. Way to be on top of it. It's smart. That would have been the fucking perfect name for a porn site. Oh, not safe for work. And then I hate when anyone writes safe for work. That means delete. I don't even want to look at it. Um, Is something violent or fucking sexy in this? Fuck it. Doug in Tennessee, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, I was just curious how you, you fuck without even messing the covers up. <laughs> She's basically planking as sex. She's planking why this poor motherfucker is going out of her. I can't even get a moan out of her. 
with his straw dick. He does, she doesn't even know he's in yet. Um, Dale, you're on the run of Fez show. Dale. Yeah. Yeah. Once, twice. Yeah, Ronnie. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, uh, I think this is the uh, best thing that ever happened to Miss Delaware. And I'll tell you why. There's only one Miss America that I can ever remember, and that's Vanessa Williams when she got caught, when she was posed nude for Playboy or whatever. Yeah, well, it wasn't for Playboy. It was just for somebody. Uh, but, yeah, they fired her back in, like, the early 80s, and that kind of made her somewhat famous. Uh, for this case, the best thing that ever happened to Miss Delaware was the government cheese program. That was a chance for her and her family to keep on going. It's fucking not bad, Cheese. Oh, man. She's just a little kid. It's just fucking all. She's just 18. I mean, she can't even get a cocktail, but this is okay. Oh, yeah, she can, yeah. She's sucking and fucking cute amateur Miss Teen fucking and sucking huge cock. <laughs> is that what, that's the name of it? <laughs> that's the, uh, that's the fucking description. Yeah, I would debate the huge cock, but that's me. And the title is Cute Miss Teen Fucks and Sucks Cock. They used to an amateur in the description. <laughs> Rating five boners. No way. I would give that one and a half boners. <laughs> I'd give that one and a fez boners, the silly putty boners that Ant should have trademarked. If Ant doesn't trademark silly putty, uh, fez's silly putty fucking dick. I think he's he's making a giant mistake. See, this thing's getting extra boners because, you know, she's famous and it's a scandal. That's the only reason. Otherwise, this would just be just another shitty video in the sea of pornography on the internet. Here's the other thing, Fez. This skinny little fucking girl's had sex and you haven't. Oh, man. It's, it's actually, yeah, it makes me uncomfortable because it looks like, you know, it's such bad looking sex to you guys. I can't imagine how I would be on the first uh, tryout. The first tryout, he says. Yeah, you're here to try out for sex. Spread them. Uh, Andy in Pittsburgh, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, I was wondering, with this uh, headline, can we just do a better headline? No, no, no. I don't want to explode the server. Uh, I can't even okay. get to the fucking site. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we can't even get to our own site right now. Thanks, Miss Teen Delaware. Thanks a lot. Fezzi's worried that his first time was some fucking weird older bear. It's going to go even worse. Well, I'm, they'll probably just use you, you know? Much like this girl's being used. Yeah, she's right. being used. She's not getting any enjoyment out of it. Yeah, they just have like an 18-year-old to fucking plug. Like, it's an 18-year-old we're fucking today. Right. She's gonna suck our dicks. The only thing she gets out of this is $125. She's lucky. <laughs> but it'll probably be in cash, so that's good Yeah, and just like in Rocky, they take out money for the shower, robes, and towels. <laughs> and condoms. That was the saddest part of Rocky, when they just started taking back the fucking towel rental money from them. He showed them. I'm going to rock. Take a swing at that fucking guy. <clears throat> bum, 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 bum. Back, artist of the day. Loving that. Back's the shit. Liz Sets Fire wrote her a little better headline. 
Della, where do you want to blow your load? On my lifeless body. <laughs> Skeezer. Uh, here's Al in Maryland. You're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, buddies. Um, I live I live in Ocean City, real close to where, where she's from is sure. Lewis, Delaware. Where's um, she from, Lewis? Lewis. Lewis, Delaware, okay. actually. But, yeah. Um, her father's a large contractor. Her brother's in the restaurant. They don't name the restaurant for obvious reasons. But uh, they're saying she has, she stepped down, but I've seen some pictures that they proclaim it's not her. They're, gonna, they're saying she got duped. I don't know why she stepped down if it wasn't her, but I think it's not that great. They, her family's got a lot of bucks in the contracting business. I think they're just afraid of further embarrassment. She's going to step down and walk away. And you don't think it's her, huh? I, I The picture, that, that, that shitty picture they put up on prep and all that kind of stuff, it, it looks somewhat like her. Without seeing the full video, I mean, I can see that it might not be her. I don't know. Yeah, the thing is, we've never seen her in real life. Well, you can, you can go to Miss Teen Delaware. I'm not going to go this far. I It was bad enough to sit through the porn. The last thing I want to do is sit through teen pictures. Good. I hope that she's correct. This... This looks exactly. I don't think it's her. Fucked. I don't think it's her. No, I, I, oh, no. she Good. should never have given up that crown. She should have made him knock on the door and take it. I okay. hope. Only thing she's taking is dick, <laughs> dude. Well, in this video, at least. Now that's not her. Obviously, it's, it's her. Otherwise, she I, wouldn't have stepped down. I think she stepped down to say because I mean, her family has a couple big restaurants and contracts, and they just went. They just listen. Just get out. I mean, what? Where are you going to go with Miss Teen Delaware? Anyway? I agree. I agree a hundred percent. All the way to the fucking top, baby, Miss Universe. She needs. There, there's no Miss Teen. You know, Miss Teen USA is not even being Miss America. I mean, it's really not a big deal. It, it's, and, and if she did, so she fucked up. She's eighteen. She's taking a little dick. Who doesn't? Big deal. Oh, geez, you're saying that you take a little dick? Yeah, well, you know, just from centaurs. Oh, shit! Fuck you, son, you want this dick? Come get it! Um, dick! <laughs> dick? <laughs> All right, Al, well, you keep us up to date on this. I hope she sues the shit out of them. I do, too. I'll keep you up to date. I'll, I'll talk with her dad tomorrow, actually. I'll keep you informed. Oh, your pals with her father? The owner of my station is. Oh, okay, you're on the radio down there? Yeah, Ocean 98. Oh, what, uh, didn't Don go on in Ocean City? Yeah, that dick worked at the station with us, so he got to fire him. He's oh. a total asshole. Oh, jeez, come on, he's a buddy of mine. Let you hang out with assholes. Because <laughs> Don Geronimo is a dick. dick. Jesus. We worked with him, he couldn't have been nicer. You know, this goes to show you how awful radio people this guy, are. This guy's an asshole. Well, they're, oh, because oh, he said that center thing to you? Yeah. And you fucking shit on everybody else. Well, I can't believe he's going to bring this up to the girl's father when he sees him. Well, everyone has to be bringing it up to the guy. I mean, Jesus Christ, your daughter's accused of a nationwide porn scandal? Like, yo, man, your, your kid, what's up with that? I would say this. I saw the video, dude. I would say this. At least if the family has some money, they can fucking handle this. If, if they're incorrect about this and they put pressure on this kid... Yeah, then girlsdoporn.com is out of fucking business. <laughs> I think it's her, though. I think this girl got busted. Oh, well. All right, um... 
Fez, people are wondering if you meant knock down the door or knock on the door. Knock down the door. Okay, you said knock on the door. Oh, I meant knock down the door and make them come in and take that mess, crown by force. Mess. Uh, Dan, you're on the run of Fez show. Forget the girl being upset. As Jim Norton said this morning, the guy should be embarrassed. That Lodi blew on her, it looked like she sneezed. Why don't we let Jim do his own jokes? Sal, you're on the run of Fez show. Sal, we got you, buddy? Yeah, Fez, you better not enter any beauty contests because you got a video, too. You might be able to win the creep crown for this one. That underwear video that he did with uh, Eastside Dave could keep uh, Fez from being a little Miss Elderly Stent patient. Mm-hmm. Um, CJ, you're on the Run and Fez show. Yeah, um, I don't know if you want me to say the name of the website, but I think that's definitely for real because uh, at the beginning of that little video, she kind of talks about or the guy that's interviewing her kind of brings up the Miss um, Teen thing, and she's kind of trying to tell him to be quiet. I, I don't think they think that far ahead to to make all that up on the spur of the moment or, or whatever. It's, I'll get I'll give you guys the the um, name of the website and all that if you want me to. But no, we have sure it linked, so we're, we're fine. We're watching it right now. <clears throat> we're watching the porn. We've dude. seen the same exact thing you have, sir. If you and you saw the beginning of it where where she kind of tried yes, to not we talk saw about it all. We okay. fast forward through that happily. <laughs> That's probably best. Oh no, it's probably just. Here's what I would actually say: if you take a look at this, what what did that what have they named the video? Cute Miss Teen fucks and sucks cock. I would have just named it Bigfoot takes some dick. <laughs> look at the size of those dogs. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> wow, those are some long ass fucking feet. Damn bitch. You weren't winning no fucking foot pageant competitions. She should be... Uh, the video should open with her smoking a joint with her toes. <laughs> Just giving the guy a fucking foot job with a cigarette in between them. Where's Sab today? Sab was going to stop by, right? Yeah. Because we need to get some stuff in between the next thing that we push so that we can eventually... Uh, Someone just wrote, where is this video? We told you a million times. It's up on the interrobang.com. Hicks found it for us last night. Miss Delaware Teen USA is a bad girl. Definitely not safe for work. I can't wait to get the call from the guy in Ocean City. Tomorrow I'll find out. Get the update. Yeah, get the update. It's like the man Titeo when you're like, this This is going to be a story I'd never forget. And then you're bored with it within like 48 hours. God damn, that fucking thing really turned to shit, huh? Those two days, though, were fun as fuck. Now no one even cares. I didn't let Barker come in for the fucking stupid combine start. There's nothing I hate in sports worse than the combine. Well, it's, it's just so boring. It's going to get bigger and bigger. No, for me. I'll be staying with B-Ball, NASCAR, and Roller Derby. Roller Derby? All right. I'm going to start fucking just... All right. Remember when I said uh, the Newcastle Ramada Inn? Yeah. 
Uh, Kathleen from the Bronx says, it was done in, at a Newcastle Ramada Inn. <laughs> Shit. That's spot on. And then she says, maybe I've been in the area long enough to really be familiar with Delaware locales, but a simple phrase was so rich with imagery. <laughs> God, how I love that girl. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, here's Keith. You're on the run of face show. Hey, Ron, I wanted to ask you, if that, they were releasing videos, adult videos, wouldn't that girl have to sign some kind of release, show ID, especially since they're so young? Yeah. I'm not in the Johnny Porn business where I try to get the girls that just had their birthday, the barely legals. By the way, I wonder who came up with that phrase. I think Hustler owns it, right? I, I don't remember that was the, they were the ones that actually had the barely legal, like, yeah. brand of porn. But it is a... Uh, Dead on worker of a phrase. He barely eagle the magazine, which yeah, that's Blair Flint. <clears throat> oh, that's just barely legal uh, website. Let's stick to oh. Yeah, what's that cost? Nineteen bucks a month. Remember that was fucking so crazy for you. I guarantee you that. Try to click through and see what it cost you. It's a trailer. Yeah, you're going to get some trailers. Okay, get access to all sites. Let's yeah, see what this is going to be. get access. All right, yeah, he'll, he's going to throw in four or five sites for you. <laughs> That's great. I got a fucking huge <laughs> selection. Oh, well, only uh, it's two bucks for a two-day trial. Uh-huh. $26 a month for, is that, and then $102 for a year, and then you're good. Welcome to 1997. Who's paying for this fucking shit? And it'll, it'll repeat if you uh, don't tell him not to renew it. Uh-oh, how's Fez know this? Oh, no. Well, all the, like, the fucking big porn companies now are like RedTube. Or like any of the tube sites. They're the porn How do they make their now. money? Ads. Fucking. From other porn sites, though. No, it's it's all like fucking dick pills and shit. Like, all right, fucking... All right, what's this? All right, touching yourself right now? All right, it's fucking bullshit dating sites. Six sneaky tricks to make your penis bigger. Six of them, huh? Use your computer to get pussy. Free and then yeah, I know it's for free brutal porn videos, where a Asian woman is. All right, so tell me this, and which one are you at here? Uh, this is a hard sex tube. No, the, the all right, so that's a free one. Yeah, it's free. Yeah. Now, where do they normally get their stuff from? I believe people up rip them from DVDs or whatever, and then upload it. Or and then the them. same people who get ripped off from their DVDs, then they go there and put up ads. It doesn't make sense. The whole thing's fucking crazy. It's the Wild West of fucking pornography. Like, it seems to me if I was in the porn business, I would just have my own fucking site. Not for them to use. <clears throat> that fucking makes sense. But, like, the Vivids and shit, I mean, I guess the, they're still fucking, they still make money because they have, like, contracts with you know, big porn stars or whatever. But, yeah, but there's not even a lot of money in porn anymore. And then somebody else told me, like, even when the big porn DVDs, like a porn star... They normally only sell like a couple thousand of those. They don't sell like a hundred thousand because so much fucking ripping off takes place. Jesus Christ. Yeah, there's no money in anything. That's why when they go to shoot a movie now, they'll shoot like ten on the same day. And they, they like sometimes <coughs> like a fucking like a giant production one would come out with like CGI or whatever. Like there was this porn called like Pirates. 
that was that CGI in it. They were like the fucking porn stars were fighting skeletons and shit with fucking swords. Why would they even fucking do that? Oh, is that the stuff that they do in Cinemax? No, this is like hardcore pornography. But do, uh, like someone told me this about the Cinemax that they shoot the shitty softcore at the same time that they're doing the hardcore. Oh shit! Someone told me that those same people. That you see, because you know how there's always like four people in every one of those Cinemax movies? Yeah. That they turn around and shoot the scenes again. But just and, don't show the hardcore shit. Yeah. We got Terrell coming in? Yeah. Well, this was like a porn without the sex. <laughs> His new film, <coughs> Coalition. Is he in the building? Yes. All right, so coming up in a couple of minutes. Is it a couple of minutes? Terrell Suggs, 15 or so. uh, who everybody knows, uh, Defensive Player of the Year, and now champion with the Baltimore Ravens. That's pretty sick. Champion with the Baltimore Ravens. Ain't no stopping them. Um, Danny, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, it's Danny Hawk. Love the cock. How's it going, Pecker? What's up, Ronnie boy? How are you doing? Thanks for the rhymes. Hey, I don't think this girl is really the one, because uh, otherwise her dad would have taught her how to work a sander, you know, and her brother would have taught her how to work under the table. So uh, I think she's an imposter. What do you think? Okay, thanks. I think imposter, too. Nope. I'm going with straight imposter. This is the girl. She made a bad decision, wanted to make a quick buck, did so, and now it's coming back to haunt her. All right, see if you can guess the tweet here. Okay. Wednesdays are good days. Happy hashtag hemp day. Franklin? Tommy Chung. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Instead of hump day, we're at hemp day. All right, I'll burn one down. How many browns you got left? Uh, six. You start off like 24. All right, well, I had the fucking Oscar party, fucking wheat brownies. Oh, everybody ate brownies there? Yeah, and then I then I ate one when I was just hungry, and then... How I, are they as a, as a baked good itself? They're good, they're good. Yeah. They're, it's fucking nice, I have a fucking brownie. It's good. Do you <laughs> heat them up first? No, I'm fucking, I'm just eating them cold. That's not a bad idea, though. Maybe fucking next time I will yeah. fucking heat up. <laughs> heat up and have a little ice cream with them. Oh shit! Or throw them. I threw some in the freezer and some frozen brownies. Just getting weird with it. You're good, but they're fucking going quick. I think I like when I. You don't them. have frozen brownies. The brownie would be warm. The fucking ice cream would be cold. Have you ever, even once in your life, been to a restaurant? Yes, I've been to several <laughs> with you guys. It's a great time. You're drunk the entire time you go out with us. Oh, yeah. I got to get those drinks in me. Didn't Fez just lose a contest again not too long ago? Or did we end up getting bored by it, not even doing it? I'm, How many dinners do you owe now, Fez? I'm back up to eight. Jesus. Let's do it. Fucking just I want to do eight in a way and just get back to fucking even so we don't have to worry about it. Because you haven't been below six in a long time. I thought one of the dinners was going. We were going to do the Nets game. The fucking guy isn't getting back to me. 
He's yeah. fucking in California. Probably because he owes you money and he's fucking on the lam from you. <laughs> if you didn't have such a fucking cruel reputation. No, I'm, I'm a sweetheart. I'm the nicest. Are you? Yeah, sure. I was going to say creep. I'll call myself internet detective for finding this girl getting fucked. All right, Pips actually came up with a uh, a great fucking thing on the site last night. I did not even think it was true because it looks like it's out of a movie. But this German tropical place. Now, go look at the tropical pictures first. And you can see, like, you look like you're... Oh, shit. Yeah, it's nice. And... In the tropics somewhere. And and this it's actually snow there. And it's inside this weird ass building what that looks fuck? like Jim Carrey lived his entire life in there. Holy shit. That's fucking real, dude. And when Pip sent it in There's a fucking hot air balloon in this fucking thing. It must be gigantic. It is gigantic. The Russians had built it for some kind of, I don't know, probably yeah, nuke testing, whatever they do. And it's gone. It's close to Berlin. And they built this huge place in there. You can actually stay inside there like you're in, on vacation. They put tents out on the beach. And then there's also hotel rooms. Holy shit. It's exactly like the Truman Show. There's just... It's the fucking Truman Show. <laughs> it's, there's a fucking backdrop of clouds. That's hysterical. What's the what's that put under? That is um resort uh, tropical paradise surrounded by snow. It is the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. I can't imagine if you tried to build it yourself. It seems like it would be well over a billion dollars because that's what you know it would cost you to build a dome stadium, and it's bigger than that. Easily. This is bigger than a dome stadium, and they I I can't imagine. The heating cost to keep it that fucking warm. It's a giant fucking tropical dome. And those are real palms inside. Fucking German engineering coupled with communism really fucking... It's Russian engineering is what it is. And then the Germans just reboot it as a tropical paradise. God, what type of weird fucking communist shit was going down in there? Trell Suggs coming up in a little bit. Uh, you know him as one of the meanest, cruelest defensive players uh, in the league today. He did a movie that he wrote. And I can't think of another football player who's ever written a movie. He co-wrote it and produced it. I'm trying to explain this movie genre-wise. Right, think of the way that people... Act and look, and Stella got her groove back, right? Yeah. But they're not nice like those people. <laughs> the guys are like ballers who are always going to the club. All right, cool. And then they're always saying stuff like, uh, I hope you enjoy this. I bought you a beautiful handbag and a diamond bracelet because your eyes are so beautiful. You know what I mean? They talk like that. And that's, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, but then the guys are like ballers and they don't fucking take care of the women after and then the women get a revenge thing going. So it's kind of even an anti-male movie. So the women are like fucking the, the powerful or the, maybe the protagonist almost? 
Well, they're a crazy pussy. Okay. And they're tired of, like, being treated this way by these ballers. Because they're players and shit, right? Yeah. It's, it's like, whatever. These are my bitches. And the lead character's name is Prime. Uh, Artemis Prime. That's a pretty cool name. He stole it from Transformers. Is this a Transformers movie? And I'm like, I don't know how you can just use that name from Transformers and get away with it. They fucked up. But it's... um. It's called The Coalition. I know, it sounds like uh, I want to watch this movie now. Give me the IMD uh, number on it. Right. It's getting a uh, 3.3 right now. Out of how many? 10. Yeah, 3.3 out of 10. Doesn't matter to me. I listen to these ratings things. Sam after. <sighs> um, here's Corbin. You're on the Run of Fez show. <laughs> hey, guys. Just wanted you to watch the very end where she asks the guy, am I done, and then fails. Oh, God. That's Miss Teen. Yeah. She actually says, am I done? Are you done fucking me? What's that stuff that came out? Where am I? Uh, Sean, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hi, buddy. Yeah, check out her Twitter. It's twitter.com slash Melissa underscore M underscore King. She's got all the pictures of her doing charity events for Miss Teen Delaware. And over the last day or so, since it came out, she's been retweeting all these people. Oh, don't worry about it. Everybody makes mistakes and all this bullshit. It's definitely fucking her. She is right. Everyone does make mistakes. She doesn't have, this I doesn't agree. have to ruin her life. She's a nice kid. What matters most is how you walk, how well you walk through the fire. That's a retweet. I agree with that. Just if I can send her the walk-on video by YouTube, by YouTube, on YouTube. And just say, man, I hope this helps you. Okay, all right, this one, this is, this. she's the fucking, she did, this is her. Or this is a retweet she did. Bad decisions did not make you a bad person. Stop acting like you're all perfect. That, that's, she has to admit, She's right. That she's, don't make you a bad person. It does it, but that's her, that's basically saying, yeah, all right, I fucked that dude on camera. But he said that he loved her. What? Like, I was a fucking scumbag. It seemed like it was going to be a long-term thing, though. It did. It seemed like she was thought she was in a nice relationship. I mean, the guy had a hotel room. He obviously had a condom. He was a gentleman. Or maybe she was just fucking too scared. Scared of what? I feel bad for her because this comes so uh, short after the Ravens' Super Bowl victory. Oh, she must have been fucking so happy. That family of hers. That family of hers seems like well to do. Let's leave everybody out of it. Uh, you know what I mean? Like a kid made a mistake, uh, and you and you go on from there. You don't make a big deal out of it. I mean, I don't have a problem with it. Good. It's everyone else who has a problem. Everyone with it. else is an asshole. Uh, yeah, that's you know that's my fucking way of looking at things. I remember when you used to be rough on Dennis Rodman, and there he is over in North uh, Korea right now, giving away American secrets. No, he's trying to bridge between the two countries. Let's create the news a lot. Now, after seeing that Vice thing, I hope he brought some peanut butter from home because there isn't shit to eat. Oh yeah, they're all starving to death. But at least the first Instagram also came out. 
Someone actually in- Instagrammed someone from North Korea, the first picture that was Instagrammed out of that country. It was just like a sign in North Korea. Yeah, it was all like, we have plenty of food. We are doing well. Everyone's so happy here. Oh, and America's a dog, which we will destroy. <laughs> Goddamn. I'm sad that Vice is getting their um, that show on HBO this year. I think in May or April it premieres. It's going to be like a travel show where they go to weird places? Yeah. I'll watch it. You know what I watched last night? What's that? Golden Boy. Oh, shit. It's a new CBS show. It's about a young cop. Quite frankly, it reminds me of... This actually takes place in the future. Oh. In the future, seven years from now, he is police commissioner. And then it goes back to now to show us how he got there. He's the youngest police commissioner in New York City's history. So they're flash for- forwarding throughout? The, or at least the Save flash forward. Slave, save hashtag flash forward. Sounds kind of interesting. That would be a great box that we could do of all the shows that we wanted to be great. We wanted to be lost. Oh man, there there were fucking there's there's also shows from the past that I fucking really like too. Like the early '90s, Fox would have like throw a bunch of money at like a, on a sci-fi s show, and it failed. You know, it got canceled. All right, that's gonna be yours then, because because you, you are. People don't realize this. Nerdy enough. <laughs> Everyone thinks of Chris Stanley as so street, but there isn't a weird sci-fi book that not only has he not read, but had spent some time being obsessed with. Yeah, I fucking read a lot of science fiction when I was a little kid. Probably too much. Like just, just going to the library, taking out books, and fucking be like, oh, I guess I'll read this. Uh, you know, I don't want this to sound like I'm bragging about him, but I just think that's adorable. Just, I wish I could fucking... You got any kid pictures of you? Yeah, I got kid pictures. Oh, man, bring them in. (laughs) Bring in your fucking kid pictures. Because I just think of you as a street guy, and the fact that you said you didn't even go out to play when you were a kid. When I was young, yeah, yeah. Not until, like, middle school, maybe, or high school is when I really fucking went out. But elementary school and middle school, not really. Middle school, you weren't smoking herb or anything? No, fucking high school is when I started getting fucking high. Wow, that's weird. Yeah. And you were like a geek. That's why your grades were good and you went to that science school, huh? Brooklyn Tactical High School in beautiful Fort Greene, Brooklyn. Too bad you couldn't get there straight from Queens. Oh, my God. Did you have to go all the way through Manhattan to get yeah, there? Yeah, it was like a fucking 45-minute hour ride every goddamn day to and from. Bullshit. Well, that can be your thing because... I know fast forward, we want it to be huge. And then uh, the event? The event, we want it to be gigantic. What about, and then there's the show that, uh, I don't know if it's still on Revolution. We want, yeah, I think they are going to do a second season, but I did fall out after a couple episodes. I still think it's aliens. That's and then remember, save the cheerleader, save the world. Oh, yeah, heroes, yeah. We wanted that to be huge. That fizzled out after that first season. Everybody goes, this is going to be the new Lost. And every single time, I believe. And also they throw in people from Lost into the fucking thing. Like some lo- some fucking one of the people from Lost are going to be. Oh, in yeah. Those shows. people from Lost will always give you excitement. Yeah, that they tried it last year with Hurley where everybody from the jail. Oh, Alcatraz. Yeah, Alcatraz. We're almost done putting this together. <laughs> and we barely even thought about it. And then wasn't there like the visitors or something v? like the 
Yeah, they, V. They remade V with uh, the chick from fucking Lost. The and that didn't uh, that didn't last long. No, I think that may be like a season and a half or something before they fucking shook hand it. Um. All right, the next thing that we're going to go to after Trail Suggs is uh, we've got to do that other piece that you found about the guy saying anyone who's with my daughter is a rapist. That's fucking... I think it's a dick move, but it's also very fucking funny that the guy did it. What's so funny to me is his like accent and his straightness. And I will admit this for some of the younger guys. That girl does look more like 17 than 13. Yeah, I, I, when and the fucking guy came out, like, when her birthday was, like, oh, God. Like, if you are 21 years old in this country or 22 years old, where you would still ma- still date, like, an 18-year-old, you should be fucking careful as shit. Because I don't know whether it's the chicken hormones that have done it, but a lot of the young girls. They got to. Underage girls, yeah. <clears throat> start to have, like, grown-up bodies, and you're going to fucking go to jail for it. Um, here's uh, Cam. You're on the Run of Fez show. Journeyman, Journeyman, where are you going today, Journeyman? Oh man, how I love Journeyman. That was one right. That was that season. Yeah, and I fucking loved every episode. And every time I would talk to people, I'm like, "Hey man, did you see Journeyman last night?" And everyone's like, "No, what's Journey?" No one even knew what I was talking about. Journeyman was great. And that used the guy from Rome, and I think somebody from Lost was also in it. That giant cast just fucking dominates television. Yeah, but for short jobs. And weird people from Oz, the fucking HBO show, show up on a lot of like New York TV. Right. And they and like two or three of the people from Oz showed up on Lost. And those guys just have work everywhere. <clears throat> but never study work. No, no, no. They'll bounce from project to project, either guest starring or failed. They don't get that Charlie Sheen steady money. No, they're they're hustling. I'm sure they do okay for themselves, but like you said, they're constantly on the phone. Like, yeah, I can be there. Yeah, it is. I'm reading the script right now. It looks like the new Lost. It's going to be great. It's going to be probably even better than Lost. Loster. Oh, they can't find shit. It's either going to be Loster or the lostiest of all the losses yet. Or Lost Boys 2. I, mean, I think there is a Lost Boys 2. Cry, little system. Uh, Jason, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Ron Fez, Pep. Um, great show that was on for only one season, Life on Mars, and the way they ended it was real stupid. Did you watch the British Life on Mars, though? No, I haven't. Is it on Netflix? Because if it is, I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah, I believe it is, because yeah. everything is. Go uh, go and watch it immediately. That's the one that I watched, and I was crazy about it. The American version was just ridiculous. All right. Uh, Terrell Suggs, uh, The Coalition. Available on Blu-ray and DVD in stores and online at Amazon.com. Um, if you want to check out for more information, go to TeamSizzleWorldwide.com. And his Twitter is at UntouchableJ4. Um, TeamSizzleWorldwide.com. The Coalition. Uh Let's bring in, he's been Defensive Player of the Year, as well as a new champion for the Baltimore Ra- uh, Ravens, T-Sizzle, Terrell Suggs.
Hey, Sizzle. What's up? Terrell Suggs in studio with us. World champion. Yeah. Baltimore Ravens. Never get tired of hearing that. Never get tired of it. Uh, shocker to a lot of people. A lot of people betting against you. Yeah. Underdog. Yeah. In Denver. Underdog up in New England. Yeah. Underdog in the Super Bowl. Won every single game. Won every single game. Tough on everybody else, just right for us. Did you doubt it for a second? Not one. Yeah. Not one second. I mean, long, I mean, you know, we've been in this in this league a long time. I've been in the league 10 years, so I didn't see everything happen. So as long as there's time still on the clock, anything can happen. And there was just something magical about the whole year last year. You know what was really yeah. funny? I was saying underdog everywhere outside of Baltimore. I don't know if I saw a city ever go so crazy as Baltimore was going during that run. Right, right. The city was going crazy. I like I seen something up on TV and it did a poll. You know, it was a red state that everybody chose the team that yeah. we were playing. One state. State of Maryland. <laughs> the only only state thought we had a chance of winning. And we won all the games. Uh, one out right. It was uh, one of those runs, I think, that's going to be remembered for a long, long time. You know, one of those years. I, I hope so because you know I'm, I'm I'm in the process of trying to buy the movie rights to it. You know, <laughs> yeah, the, I bet. I'm gonna be the first person to make the movie on the on the run. Team of Destiny. Well, let me just say this: Has any football player or even any athlete ever written a movie? Before a lot of athletes have gone into acting, right? But when I heard that you had wrote this movie and were producing it, I'm like, I don't know if I've ever heard of another athlete do that, right? I think I think only one has, and he kind of like helped me along and get into it. And that was Trevor Price. Is um, that right? Yeah, you know, he played for Denver and then he came and played with us in Baltimore. And mm -hmm. you know, he found out I had a not a passion or feeling my hobby like. Film will be my life when I'm done tackling quarterbacks. So, you know, he's seen this, this drive. And he was like, all right, let me show you this, this, and that. So I think Trevor may have, may have. I'm not sure, you know, written run, but I have. What got you into film? What was that? Um, basically, I've always had a love for it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, but it wasn't until 2008. Um, I went to the ABFF, and I met my par partner, Monica Mingo. And, and, and she told me, you know, when you're serious about making movies, give me a call and you know it was after the season we had played the whole course of the season and um after we lost in the afc championship to pittsburgh my assistant Tariq, he was like well you know i i i was felt like i was in a loss i couldn't believe we lost you know i was really expecting to win and um he was like you could do your movie stuff right now and it kind of like a the you know when the light bulb pop on right thing and you know we called monica and like a week and a half later, we took the meeting in our offense, and the rest is history. We've just been trucking along. Well, something. when I heard that you wrote this, I said, okay, I'm going to sit down and watch an action movie. There's going to be guns, cars <laughs> crashing together. And you went yeah. in a whole different direction right? where I think even in a lot of ways the movie could be aimed at women. Right. You know, that women right. would sit down and watch this together. It, it, it is. You know, at Team Sizzle, you know, our brand, we want to make 
movies for everybody, not just for male or female, mm-hmm. not just for, you know, one particular brand of people, black, white. We want to make, you know, film for everybody. So, you know, that was first thing first. We have a diverse cast and tell a good story. And, you know, we always got to be budget, you know, conscious mm-hmm. because, you know, we're independent, you know, and, right. and everything pretty much fall on the company itself. So, you know, we had to be budget competent. So we were like, you know what? Let's just tell a good story. You know, one that people can follow and enjoy and laugh as well as cry. You're never gonna, there's no one genre of film no. that you want to make. You want to no. move out there. We're going we you know this one was kind of a dramedy, you know mm-hmm. that we call but you know our next one that we're currently in um and we're in pre-production for it's called Everything About You. You know, it's just about, you know, it's it's a romantic comedy mm-hmm. actually. It's about, you know, two high school friends. It's basically what if, you know, um my best friend's wedding would would have actually happened. You know, they said, "All right, you know, we're not married by this point, then we'll get married to themselves. I mean, to each other. And these two people actually do that. So mm-hmm. that's the that's the one that we're going to be shooting this spring. The uh, so you're keeping this going while you're playing, definitely. And then even an amping it up after you're done playing. Are you going to put yourself on the screen at all? Uh, you know, I'm not sure about mm-hmm. that. I'm pretty much I'm pretty much going to stay writing. You know, I'm getting to direct, and I may cameo, get my Hitchcock on, right? You know, you know, Alfred Hitchcock made a cameo and all his film. I may just do that, just cameo, just show up here and there. But you know, but I pretty much love the the creative process. You know, an actor. You know, they, they train and they go through so much. I really wouldn't, don't want to compromise the integrity of my film by putting myself up there, especially if I'm not ready. And I didn't want to disrespect all the, you know, the many actresses and, and actresses that still try to make it and really work and master their craft. So, mm-hmm. yeah. You love the writing part, but it seems like even more you love producing. I, I love all of it. I mean, yeah. just the creative process of it. I love, I love seeing characters come to life, you know what I mean? So I love that part. I love, you know, location scouting. I love, you know, set decorating. People don't know this, but, you know, me and, and you know, our wardrobe director, uh, we, we coordinated on every outfit of this film. You know, we both went down with like, all right, let's let her wear this. Let's put this on her. So because I even accessorized the, the characters. It's really funny because a lot of this is like uh, fashion porn. All the girls <laughs> are dressed up. Yeah. They're getting necklaces and bracelets. Yeah. And, oh, look at this handbag. And that's all you behind that. Yeah. You, you know, the, the Louboutins. Yeah. You, know, you love all that kind of stuff. Definitely. You know, I mean, it's got to be real. You mm-hmm. know, we wanted to, to create this life of you know this famous athlete and the women he dated and you know the luxuries of that so you get to see the nice cars and the nice jewelry right. and stuff like that yeah but the famous athlete is a dog all of his friends are kind of well, dogs we can't, we can't let all the cat out the bag just yeah. yet there's always two sides to the story and hopefully the coalition will explain all of that yeah but in the women's eyes in the women's, in the I, women's I, I, eyes i had a little male perspective in there uh-huh yeah from lonzo <laughs> Lonzo, the character of Lonzo, he was pretty good. You um, was there one movie you saw when you were a kid where you go, now I love movies. Now um, too many, it's too many. I mean, yeah. who didn't love, you know, who didn't love The Godfather? You right. Know, who didn't? I mean, I'm, I was what ten years old when I first sat down and watched the whole Godfather and was able to understand it. So who didn't love The Godfather? Who didn't love The Wizard of Oz? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's it's countless movies with me. I thought it was funny, even in the thing you uh, bring up um, Goodwill Hunting and you name check Cole yeah. Hauser instead of the. Yeah. And I'm like, that, that's. Yeah. A, no, most people would not name check him. Bread, that. Breadcrumbs. You know what yeah. I mean? You got you to gotta watch it, you know? And then yeah. I, I threw the ABC in there, always be closing. Right. 
boiler room. Like, you right. know, a lot of people, you know, you got to love film in order to, like, catch, be like, oh, that was kind of clever. He said that right there. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah, I threw Cole Hauser, and that was a big Cole Hauser fan. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, and I, I'm, I was a big Goodwill Hunting fan. So yeah. The ir- irony of that is, you know, that was a movie based out of Boston. I'm not really the biggest they don't really like me. Yeah, they're in not crazy about much. you up yeah, there. They're not crazy about me up there, but yeah. you know, I, I still gave them their props. Um, you know, when you look at this, uh, when you say you wanted to do every genre, I remember a guy who I thought was going to go in one direction and do certain types of films, and now he's a really big will producing is Ice Cube. Yeah, and when Ice Cube came out, it was like those gangster the, flicks, you know, Boys in the Hood. Yeah, those things Trespass. were just yeah. amazing. And the last time he was in, he was pushing this real family film. Uh-huh. And he are we done yet, or are we he, there yet? Yeah, yeah, and he's just saying, I want to go in every direction. I want to do all kinds of things. All right, you don't want to limit yourself. I think I think you should be able to at least branch out and, and do everything once. You don't know what you can or can't do, especially you know when it comes to filming. And why limit yourself? Why only stick to one brand of of film? You know, what I mean, I think mm-hmm. you know the 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 more you know the more weapons you have, the better. You know, so you can broaden your audience and, you know, you make films, like I said, for everybody and not just one particularly brand, you know, type of people. I don't, you know, one of the things that happens with athletes is a lot of them don't think about life after football. Right. And as you know, it could be over very, very quickly or you could get a nice long run. Uh, You don't know. But what do the guys think about you being involved in this? When they when they first heard about it, they thought it was just me and my boys, and like you said, right. just playing around, acting stupid on film. But then you put my product on, you put my film on, you see that I have a story. It's shot. It's lit well. You can hear everything clear. You don't hear background, right. you know, sounds like you know they. It's done right, mm-hmm. and they, you know, everybody jaw drops. You know, here you go this. There's a loud mouth football player on the field, and he's talking about getting in the film. And then I, I co-wrote, you know, co-wrote something that you didn't know I was capable of doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I, I kind of like the reaction that I get. They be like, "All right, you know, everybody having fun," and they be like, "All right, let's let's see what let's see what he's doing." You know, he's my friend. You know, I love I love Sizzle. Let's just I'm gonna go support him even if it's terrible. But then they put it on, and then all of a sudden they into it. And then every twist and turn, they feeling it, you know, because mm-hmm. they they, they're in the character now. They invested in their character, and now the emotions is real. And it's like, oh, snap. And then, you know, people are really into it. So I love that I'm still able to to surprise people, especially with my work and with my film work. The, uh, the funny thing that you brought up, and you could tell that you're a producer, is most people don't realize how difficult it is right. to get that thing to flow. Right. You know, just to finish a movie, uh, there's like hundreds of thousands of movies written every year. Small percentage of them get done. Then a lot of them get shot poorly. Right. But the fact just to be able to pull it off is an accomplishment. Right. I, I mean, you know, we was um, we, we, we have a standard in mm-hmm. Team Sizzle. You know, we were not... You're only as good as your last movie, and you got to be careful what you put on film because you'll be held accountable for that forever. So there was no compromising on doing it right. And I think where a lot of people go wrong in producing or or executive producing or shooting a film, they're not spending the money in the right places. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? All, all the bulk of our budget was spent in post. We need, you know, color correcting, sound, you know, sound correcting and, and lighting and adjustment. We, we spent countless hours. Like I said, we shot this in 2011 when we were locked out 
and it just came out February February fifth, two thousand, you know, thirteen. Because mm-hmm. we wasn't gonna release until it was done right. So, uh, and you've already got the next one. Yeah. You're going in a little bit different genre. Yeah. Uh, how far ahead are you looking now? So how how far? I mean, um, you, are you thinking two, three films, or is it film at a time? It's, it's a film at a time, but mm-hmm. you know, this this is what. I'm going to do, I'm building a bridge now to cross over when I'm done playing football. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I want to do film for the rest of my life. I know I'm not going to be able to tackle and chase quarterbacks, you know, forever. So basically when I'm done doing this, I'm, I'm going to be a full-time, you know, <laughs> production exec, movie exec. So, yeah. yeah. And you and you want Hollywood films eventually. Yeah, I'm eventually get there. I'm eventually get there. But yeah. right now, you know, Robert Townsend told me, he was like, whatever you're doing at that moment, that is your Broadway that is your Academy right. Award. Put your all into it. So right now, like I said, the next one is everything about you, and we can't wait to get going. Any uh, any football stories in the future? Anything that tons, you think? Yeah. Tons. But, you know, mm-hmm. I think that would just be so cliche. It's like I said, everybody's expecting that mm-hmm. from Terrell. So, oh, let's see another football movie. Oh, let's see another blind side. Let's see Terrell. So, but I'm like, well, you know, like you said, you just all you got to do is Google me, and you can see that story. You know right. what I mean? Let's tell somebody else's story that ain't been heard yet and ain't necessarily got to do with sports. So, um, like I said, I, I probably will eventually do one, but in the immediate future, not really. Cause like I said, that's expected. I want to continue to wild people and surprise people just with the different works. And not only that, my different things I can write. So, well, it's very, very surprising to see you doing this. And I think it's, uh, I think it's really interesting. And the, and the fact is I can see that you're passionate about it. Yeah. And they're keeping it going. For people that want to check this out, The Coalition, it's available on Blu-ray and DVD in stores and online at Amazon.com and on on iTunes. And then go to TeamSizzleWorldwide.com for more information. Thank you so much, man. Congratulations on a big year. And how about this? Uh, Winning the ring and putting out your first movie within... uh, a month of each other. That's pretty amazing. Within two days of each other. Wow. We won on the third, and the movie hit stores February fifth. I couldn't write. A, I couldn't have wrote a better story. So you can pick it up in Best Buy, Target, and Walmart too. All right. Talk to you later, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Like me, can you please remind me? Ball so hard, this shit crazy. Y'all don't know that don't shit face. And that's we go. Oh, for 82, when I look at you like this shit crazy. Ball so hard, this shit weird. We ain't even pope be here. Ball so hard, since we here. It's only right that we be fair. Psycho, I'm libo, to go Michael. Take your pick. Jackson, Tyson, Jordan, game six. Ball so hard, got a broke clock. Rollies that don't tick tock. All the Mars that's losing time. Hitting behind all these big rocks. So hard, I'm shocked too. I'm supposed to be locked up too. You escape, but I escape. You be in Paris getting fucked up too. Fall so hard, let's get faded. Libraries for like six days. Gold bottles, soul models, spilling ace on my sick days. Fall so hard, bitch behave. Just might let you meet gay. Shot towns, B rolls, moving the next BK. Fall so hard, motherfuckers wanna find me. That shit crack. That shit crack. That shit crack. Fall so hard, motherfuckers wanna find me. 
That shit crack. That shit crack. That shit crack. She said, yeah, can we get married at the mall? I said, look, you need to crawl for your ball. Come and meet me in the bathroom style. And show me why you deserve to have it all. Ball so hard. That she crack. That she crack. Ain't it, Jay? Ball so hard. What she order? What she order? Fish filet. Ball so hard. Yo, whip so cold. Whip so cold. This whole thing. Ball so hard. Like you ever be around motherfuckers like this again Bougie girl, grab her hand Fuck that bitch, she don't wanna dance She's my friends, but I'm in France <laughs> I'm just saying Prince Williams ain't do it right If you ask me Cause I was him, I would've Mary Kate and Ashley Was Gucci my nigga? Was Louie my killer? Was drugs my dealer? What's that jacket, Margiela? Doctors say I'm the illest Cause I'm suffering from realness Got my niggas in Paris And they going gorillas, huh? You know what that means. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. No, it's not. It's gets gross. the people going. Trail Suggs uh, in here. I'm waiting for Fez to see. We're trying to have him sign the ball for our next big contest. That's pretty cool. Mr. Suggs and the Coalition. T Sizzle. T Sizzle. T Sizzle in the fucking house. Uh, Sam's coming in. Sam, did you get a chance to meet Charles? You're not a football guy, are you? No, I got a wrestling guy. I wanted to. I met Ray Rice when he was up here because. Well, I think we got them both on the same ball here. We got them both on the same. Yeah. All right. So that's the offensive side of the ball. That's what it cost us. So I did that thing. (laughs) (laughs) So we could have this. That's a hell of a fucking prize. Ray Rice and Terrell Suggs on a fucking football. Plus, you got to play Ends in Paris, which is a great song. I do it every day anyway. Oh, you do? Yeah. I'm glad you said Ends. I, well, Since, well, you can say it. I do. I can, but I choose not to sometimes. Because you are black. No, because Hookie gave me the okay. How's he doing? He's good. He's out of jail. He's been what traveling he a for? lot. He did a night for uh, having nine suspensions on his driver's license. Wouldn't one suspension be the actual suspension? You'd think so, but he called me right after getting out of jail and said he had nine suspensions and then said, and fuck it, I'm driving home. So I guess that's how you continue. You know, I think he accumulated over 13, 14 years. And only one arrest from the nine suspensions? I don't know for sure. I can't say concretely there's just been the one arrest. Because they didn't look like they even took him out of a car. It looked like they went and got him. Yeah, I I don't know when they... Got him. But my buddy is a cop, and he said he spoke to the arresting officer, who informed him that one more suspension on that license, and it's a felony. So, <laughs> And then he was driving anyway. He was driving anyway. Because he'll never get his license back. No. Because one thing they do when they suspend your license is then suspend your license more. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to punish you because you can't drive. Uh, you can't drive even longer. That's it. You're done. I did it when I was younger. I was always used to drive on a suspended license. Nine of them, though? I don't remember how long. I know it went on for longer than... Yeah. <laughs> because I didn't like to call and then go down there and fucking write them a check. When I was younger, I didn't like to give money back to anybody. I didn't know how it worked. He Like, who could talk to me like I was stupid? Because I said, so what, did they just take your license, scan it, and see you had nine suspensions on it? And he goes... Son, I don't have a license. <laughs> so <laughs> it's good that he thinks of you as a son though. Yeah, yeah. Um 
Well, this is exciting. I'm glad you're here, Sam. First of all, let me just say this. Mm -hmm. Your show today fucking killed. I love mm -hmm. when you get into the relationship stuff. Mm -hmm. I love when you, you know, it's not like, oh, well, Roland, what did Travis say? That's, that You know what I mean? Like, kinda... you do that in-house babyish. But then I every Wednesday you'll so. break away from that. Do some serious and hysterical <laughs> topics that uh, you've brought why maturity you, to your work. I just don't know why you hurt me like that. I mean, the stuff that you described as babyish, the four-day a week, yeah. that's my show. And then the Wednesday, I have n literally nothing to do with. That's oh, Jim's show. Oh. And, and you know that hurts me. I've told you that before. All right, now I know. So that's Wednesdays. Wednesdays is, when, yeah. Because like, that show kills. But here's the thing. Yeah. You should just copy it. And just do the same Robert's just, advice show. Yeah, do it in a way because you can't be like, well, then Roland, what did somebody else say? And who was the one who took the snack out of the office? Right. And, you know. But that's my that's what I've built my whole thing on here is kind of sticking my nose in everybody's business and then telling everybody about it. Uh, here's the uh, deal. I'm glad that you're here and you can help us. Just promote the next unmasked, which I'm saying right now. Mm -hmm. uh, we just happened to see this guy walking through this this station last week. The great Nubam Kirk, Robert Wall, will be the next unmasked. Really? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, you know him as TV's Arliss. Yeah, uh, and and the guy from Batman, the Michael Keaton one. The Batman Michael Keaton, the Good Morning Vietnam. Yep. The Bull Durham, great, great acting career, stand-up career, next Unmasked, which is going to be Monday. Monday, yes. This is how fucking fast we have to work this. Wow. Okay, today's Wednesday. We're talking Monday. What time, Fez? Uh, it's going to be at 4 p.m. You need to be here at the SiriusXM studios at 3.30 on Monday afternoon. I had a great idea. Have Arliss same, sign the same ball as the other guy. <laughs> Do it. Just say it's their, their agent. agent. And then this is the funniest thing that... Uh, T sizzle dead when he left, right? Mm -hmm. So he's a huge fucking guy and just throws his big fucking med into my hand, squeezes. Thanks, ma'am. You know a lot about movies. You got the best ass job ever. This is great, <laughs> man. I should come here all the time. And he's leaving and he turns around, looks at Chris, and goes like this See you, Ted. <laughs> thanks, 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 Sizzle. He just made up the name Ted. Because <laughs> I know no one introduced him. No, he just fucking was like. See, it looks like a Ted. <laughs> he didn't even make it. And it was so nice. It was like all happy. Like, see it, Ted. Oh, yeah. He was really into it. He was very excited. <laughs> Maybe he thought you were a talking bear. He had created oh, it. Man. I'm human. I'm not CGI. Come on, dude. He's You're the bear of the show. <laughs> He's fucking straight. I'm not very hairy. I figured he had just created this whole identity for Pepper in his head while he's he was talking writer. to you. He's a writer. He yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Ted creator. character is you, and he's like, yeah, and then we go, and we, have some, we get drinks. This, and this movie, I could not turn it off my computer where I viewed it, <laughs> but it was the, um, oh, thank you for this diamond bracelet. I'm going to go over and get into my Lamborghini now, and I'm going to go off to do some shopping for shoes and some handbags. Are they expensive shoes and handbags? <laughs> Everything was expensive. And then later tonight, I'll meet you at the club. <laughs> Everybody was going to the club. Yeah. And if you got time, we'll get into the hot tub. Wait, how did this card? This card I have is unlimited. It's an unlimited credit card. I'll never run out of money. Wow.
Well, I want to see it. Ted, you make a great actor. <laughs> Thanks, Sizzle. My name's not Ted. Look, if he thinks your name is Ted, let it be Ted. Well, he's, he's a giant got, man. He's a, and he's got all these projects he's working on that he can squeeze Ted into. And he's, <laughs> and he's got a fucking Super Bowl ring, too. Right. Ted the Centaur, here he comes. <laughs> Ted the Centaur. This really bad CGI. It's fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Pepper Hicks has probably run its course anyway. As far as the name goes, this champagne is delicious. No wonder it's four hundred dollars a bottle. Say <laughs> how much it costs as you drink it. Mm. It's really expensive champagne that I bought on a private jet. Wow, private jet, huh? Heading to Paris, France. Ah, oh, like the song. <laughs> he did drop. He was like, I'm "Going to Paris, France for Fashion Week. You know, we're international, don't you know?" <laughs> what? <laughs> Fucking shit. He's bragging about traveling internationally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's an accomplishment. Yes. <laughs> yes, it was great. It's uh, the coalition. These five ballers hanging out together and taking care of women's. Buying them beautiful things, get them to fall in love with them, and then later act like they're crazy pussy. Well, those guys are players from the sound of it. If they can afford all these beautiful handbags and private jets. I know you've been cheating on me because I was reading it on that website. What website? You know what website? What website? Whoyoubanging.com. <laughs> I'm not making it up. Like every um, thing would be like. Sam, what are you doing here? You know I'm why I'm here. No, why are you here? <laughs> you you tell me why you think I'm here. Fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to take this on my cellular telephone. Well, he, it's in a diamond encrusted. Okay, well, it doesn't. He that. learned that these movies there's so much time to fill with dialogue. You got to well, extend. Well, he actually said that he loves picking out the girls' outfits. <laughs> That's his, his thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. He's, he he his hands in every part of the every process. part. Of it. I'm telling you, I've he does have a producer mentality though of let me be in charge of every detail. It's like Wes Anderson. Who? You're right. What teams he play for? Oh, he's like a white Terrell Sucks. Uh, what's going on with you lately, Sam? I know today was a day off for you. Yeah, I mean, I just got to talk to Scott Bayo for the for the Sunday show. That's exciting. He doesn't play football, but what's he up to? He's got a new Hating show. Poor people? No, he doesn't. He does hate poor people. Why do you say that? I've seen his twitters. The, his twitters get famous for like attacking impoverished people. Fuck! I wish I'd known that before I talked to him, including you know, people he's worked with. Who's that? Joni. He, what do you say about about Joni? Um, he, it was a, basically a blow-off thing of, hey, people make their own choices in life. and Yeah, know. but she is, you know, fucking crazy. Yeah. He told me a little about that, but I concentrated, too, on Willie Ames. Because I feel like there's a lot of Joni Loves Chachi stuff. It's like, well, Willie Ames looked like a fucking maniac on that uh, Celebrity Fit Club it? show. He said he don't know what he was going through. He basically said what he said about Joni, which is these people are my co-stars. Once the show is done, they're not actually my buddies. You know? I forgot the fucking craziness of Celebrity Fit Club from a few years ago. Oh, my God. He was all tatted up and screaming. <laughs> he had, like, the Aussie dragon tattoo across, yeah. across his chest, and he just started punching the wall and stuff. The fuck? He was fucking furious Juice? that he had to work out. Juice? He was juicing? Probably, he had some kind of rage. No, yeah, it was more of like I've destroyed so many brain cells. All right. 
You know, a lot of times people don't realize a lot of fucking anger thing comes from doing a lot of downs, though. Like, the day that you're not doing downs, you're fucking... Off-kilter. You're just on edge. Like, anyone... Like, if I put this down, it sounded like I slammed it next to my head. You know, just all your nerves are exposed. All right, so you're doing good. Yeah. Even on the days that they don't let you do your show, you can go do your Sunday show. Yeah, I got shit going on all the time. That's why I gotta, you know... I'm like uh, this football guy you had in. You don't even know his name. I forgot it already. Something sizzle, right? T-Sizzle. T-Sizzle. It's one man gang. I'm sure you know him very, <laughs> very well. You know, like slick. That I would remember. I came the African dream. Say, <laughs> <laughs> hey, babies. Um, here's uh, Gorilla Bob, uh, my buddy. How you doing, man? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm still laughing when you asked him if he was going to be in, <laughs> in his own movie and he said he's going to make a cameo. He's going to get his Hitchcock on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did he say I'm going to get my Hitchcock on? I also yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I also yeah. like when he goes... Uh, um, when I did the ABC Always Be Closing, it was an homage to Boiler Room, yeah. which already did that as an homage to Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Of course. So it's like some Pink Floyd album where it's gone back and forth against itself. Sizzle's got to go a little right, deeper. Peace, peace, peace. All right, peace, dude. No, I, I think it's right there. I want you to watch it now with my Amazon gift card. Please enjoy your Amazon gift card. I can't wait to check out the coalition. I want to see all the expensive shit they got. I'm saying if you can make it through. I'm sorry to uh, to wait. That's your baby mama <laughs> coming here. How many childrens you got with her? <laughs> it sounds like the movie Fifty Cent made that he only released packaged with his album. <laughs> nice. Like it was a feature length film. But it was the only way to get it is if you buy the album. There's a DVD with an original feature length <laughs> film starring Fifty Cent. Sounds great. Yeah. Just about getting money, you know. Now you and Iraq were saying something's going on with our interns. Oh yeah, dude. I I heard your. I was listening yesterday, uh-huh. as I usually do. Thanks. And uh, I'm in here every day. You are. Yeah. I didn't know. I don't listen on Wednesdays usually. <laughs> I know they switch things up and stuff. I don't know. But um, yeah, yeah. I was hearing you guys talk to your intern yesterday. Uh huh. And I don't know. I only interacted him with the one time when I was in here when he quit radio. Right, he had I, that bad day. Yeah, and then, but he seems like he's come back, and he's come back strong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, like last week, he was exiting the kitchen, and then I went, I was going in, and there's this lady in there who works here, and she goes, and she was freaked out. She was like, you know, I don't know. She, she goes, who was that? And I go, I was one of the interns, I think, for Ron and Fez, and she goes, he was freaking out in here. I was like, what do you mean? There was, she was the only one in there with him. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I don't know. He started yelling at the fridge. I was like, what? She said he opened up the fridge and started yelling into it about his sandwich being stolen. She goes, there was nobody in here except me. I didn't know if he was accusing me. I didn't know what was going on. So I said, is everything okay? And he said, yes, everything's fine. And then he started yelling at the drinks. And then he stormed out. All right, send in Cappy popcorn... Daily Joe, whatever his name is, Morning Joe. PC, too. PC. <laughs> He's there. He gets a different name every day. <laughs> this is disturbing to hear, though. Uh, yeah, she was, she was, you know, she's just trying to get her work on on a day-to-day basis. Sure, man. You know. Just trying to get her work on. Yeah. 
All right, by the way, um, he looks a little bit like Ghostbusters, too, I'm noticed. Which one? The little guy, Rick Moranis. Oh, totally. We want to find the right glasses for him, the Rick Moranis him up a little bit. the haircut. Yeah, the haircut did it for you. Yeah. All right, are you familiar with this story where people are saying that you are going crazy and you freaked out in front of the refrigerator? No, I am not. You did not go into the kitchen when there was just a woman in there and start yelling in the refrigerator? No, not yelling. What were you doing? Um, if this is the story that I, I, I had a beverage in there, uh -huh. and I went to retrieve said beverage, mm -hmm. which uh, is pretty expensive in the city. It was like 250 Okay, and it wasn't there. So you start yelling at a woman, or are you I just know, yelling at the fridge? I don't fridge? think I was. I really don't think I. I raised my voice at all. I, I you, think it was more of a. What the fuck is going? On? Yeah, no, like that's that, like that. <laughs> weird for people though. Now, when you went to retrieve said beverage, yes. what kind of beverage was said beverage? It's uh, it's called a Neuro Bliss. It's a uh, carbonated beverage. It's pretty good it's supposed to have like promote relaxation or whatever yeah it, it just tastes good yeah it sounds like that's what you drink now uh and somebody had taken it from you yes did you think it was said lady no no she was blonde do you remember who the woman was that you scared honestly i did not know anyone anyone else was in the room yeah you gotta start becoming aware of that watching i didn't think this was uh breaking news well, it's apparently it frightened her. Yeah, oh yeah, you big time. She was like, "What the fuck happened in here?" Like <laughs> she thought that you were yelling at her for stealing something, and she didn't know what was happening because she. T I didn't obviously I didn't see oh, it. Oh, okay. But she told me that you were yelling into the fridge. No, like I as if as if whoever had taken your item was still inside the fridge. You a little bit of an fridge. anger thing, right? You sometimes snap. Now, that, look, maybe it's a Philly thing, but from where I come from, you don't take someone's relaxation beverage. <laughs> That's old no. school, though. Yeah. Now, when that happened, did you ever get to the bottom? Who took it? No, no. I, I pretty much just stumbled down the hallway and found myself here. I saw some bank <laughs> tellers in here. I don't now, know when did this could've... all happen? When did you lose your beverage? Um, I, I'm, I'm not too sure. I guess <laughs> time's confusing for you. No, I get. I guess whenever because she thought it was a sandwich. She sometimes brings sandwiches in. Do I know? Mm. But uh, it, it was in there since. Um, you uh, left it for days. N no, yesterday morning I, I I put them in like. This went down I, last week. I, yeah, I only have them like every other, every other couple days, you know. So. So you went back to trusting the refrigerator and the and the general public that's in and out of here, huh? No, no. No. I, uh, you know. When you no. were yelling in the when, I, when we hit those dead air spots, I just <laughs> wonder what's going on inside. <laughs> Nothing. No, just, it just <laughs> everything shuts down for a while. Yeah. All right, Iraq, you had a, a follow-up story with them, or? Um, actually, this story was before the one uh, Sam was talking about. We're doing the O&A show. It's just a little bit after 9 a.m. And I just see this guy staring into the studio, mm -hmm. just like dead on into the glass. And I'm looking, I'm like, what is this guy doing? And then he walks away and all of a sudden comes into the studio, uh, the producer studio. 
And he and Sal and I just turn around and we're looking at him. He's standing by the door and he goes, "I'm here." And we're like, "Who are you?" That's some grim reaper shit. <laughs> yeah. And your name's Joe. Joe, right? All right. So he goes, "I'm Joe." And Sal just starts laughing, and I go, "Joe, who? We're on the air. What are you, what are you talking about?" He's like, "I'm here for my internship." And I didn't recognize him on, on like interviews or anything. I said, "No, you're not. You're not with this show." Well, no, I'm a Ron and Fez intern. I said, they're not on until 11 o'clock. you got another two hours. And then he, he, was, he was asking where their office was and who, who we had to contact. So he leaves. I send a message to, uh, to, Pe- to Pepper and to Pips. I'm like, your intern just kind of walked in on the show saying that he was here. And, and they asked, well, where is he now? I said, I just told him how to get to your office. And they were flipping out. I was like, he was just up here like the other day in the office. He like, knew oh, exactly yeah, it was where we were. after the first day, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't the first day? This didn't happen on the first day? No. So you're still asking days after how to get there and what time you're supposed to be here and well, what not I to be staring at ONA? What, what I think happened was, um, I think maybe Bonnie, the head of interns, maybe told me to head down. And I thought head down to the studio is what she meant. And uh, apparently <laughs> that's not what she meant. Okay, that's fine. But when we found out you were a Ron and Fez intern, and then you asked where the office was, we told you to find out later from from Pepper that you were already up at the office. You knew where they were, and you just were standing there like you you were lost. It's a strange question you're the, saying. Yeah, very strange. Yeah. The maybe that beverage first, of yours gets you a little too chill, too relaxed. <laughs> I I think um the first uh, nice voice crack um the first couple days I. Didn't really know my way around, mm-hmm. so I you're getting it now, though. You're picking yeah, up, yeah, yeah, it's starting <laughs> um, to happen. I, I think I, I got it down pat now. Um, let's go over here to uh, Sal. Sal, you're on the running Fed show. Hey, Ron, yeah. this guy drank his own soda, he doesn't remember anything. I'm telling you, he drank his own soda, went back looking for it, and said, Listen, see you. Do you think there's a possibility that you could have drank or one of your personalities may have drank the soda and then the other one doesn't know about it absolutely yeah i mean there's so many personalities in there but sometimes you you get into these anger things that's why we're we're trying to find the chill place i really i really didn't like cause a scene i mean she was scared <laughs> i mean the lady was like what the fuck was that it was like <laughs> she just works do you even here. know her well I know her like in passing. She's like the typical like, "Hey, how are you?" Right. We're at work and smiling. But she's not like an on-air personality, no. right? Just like a normal person. She sits at a desk, right? And okay. like does computer stuff. This is the thing I got to teach you in radio. You can't scare the straights. Like with guys like us, all the extreme personality stuff is okay. But anyone in an office, we're like freaks to them. I didn't know I was being watched. We we've seen no. She she was in bed. She was like in the kitchen, and she was microwaving. It was a public space, right? It's a small kitchen, and then you were yelling at the fridge about stealing something. Now, maybe because Gozer was in there. Well, here's the thing: you were supposed to mentor him, Fez. So what has happened? Fez is not mentoring you. No, I've been mentoring him, but all of this has happened before I started officially. Well, yesterday you tried right to wing. put a bit on the air, and you were screaming, "It's not time yet." Well, yeah, because he had just walked in with a piece of paper that was cut and paste off a website, and I hadn't even looked at it. <laughs> Did your bit get done yet? Uh, it's 
finished, but it has not been... Uh, it hasn't been produced? No. What is it supposed to be? Uh, ten words in Urban Dictionary that I think should be added or recognized by Webster's. What are we waiting for? Go ahead and do it. Um, I don't have the uh, paper with me. I'll get it. So, what are you doing right, helping? I have it in the other room, actually. Oh, you don't know it off the top of your head, though? I mean, you worked on uh, this for a day? No, because some of them are actually pretty lengthy. The lengthy l- words? Uh, no, lengthy explanations. and. Uh, go get it for him. Um, here's uh, Bill. Bill, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, it's a quick question for Joe. I think he just walked out of the room, but uh, I just he mentioned that he has a lot of personalities inside him, and I wanted to know if any of them were engaging. Say that's just don't <laughs> that's listen not cool. to that. Don't listen to that, Joe. You're gonna get that from the listeners. Yeah, I mean, that one didn't hurt. Good. Some of them hurt. Once in a while, you get one that'll. Which one hurt? Swim by. Um, none of the actually none of them hurt yet. Did it hurt okay. that the lady got scared when you were yelling at the fridge? I wasn't yelling. That's not. I don't. I don't think I could. Yell. Unless the lady has a personal vendetta <coughs> against you. She might. You think so? She might have been the one that stole it and is doing this whole rouse. Just oh! Wow! Shit. I didn't even All think right. of that. Yeah. Perfect mind. Because yeah. she was in the kitchen. Yeah, it is. Who, who else was there? And obviously she was there before you got there because you didn't notice her. Mm. Exactly. Like, and then somehow she got to Sam. Right. And got him into this. And goes, man, this kid is... Crazy. So if you start hurling accusations, she's in the clear, even though she's guilty. Makes sense. It's the perfect crime. And then also you had that other thing where you were hooking up with a cute girl, and then people kind of blocked you from being able to do that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they asked a bunch of questions. They made you look crazy in front of her? Um... I don't know if crazy <laughs> is exactly the word. I don't think she thinks I'm crazy. I just think that she thinks I may have had a hand in it. Like, oh, he's using me to try to get on the radio. Like, is, uh, I think that's the vibe. That like, Is she working today? Um, I have not seen her today. I don't mm. know her. I don't know uh, what day she works. Because you asked her out to a restaurant, right? Um, no, I actually asked her if she wanted to get drinks on her birthday. Or nice. after when she was... And then you also asked her if she wanted to marry you. Uh, probably you, after. And Mac... 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 I asked her to... I asked her to... I asked her to marry me. Oh, no. This is... You did one, ask her to marry you? I was one floor of the cougar's no. nest. Oh. I would have. Yeah. Oh. But. And she'd probably do it. All right, this is... Uh, your paper fold it many times <laughs> um all right so read off this bit and how were you going to do the bit just you were going to produce it or what were you going to do i was i was thinking about just coming on air mm-hmm. and being like hey everybody yeah hey everybody i uh got this thing i was working on no <laughs> yeah that's um, good though <laughs> Um, so you but, do it your way. You do it like in your perfect world way. Uh, that, you I like think that would be a little weird, so I'll do it like a notch below that. Okay, do it a notch below. Okay. All right, these are uh, about ten words that I believe should be added to or recognized nationally 
by the Webster's English Dictionary. The first one, kind of relevant, you were talking about using a neti pot the other day. This is a Burmese neti pot. The act of urinating in someone's nasal passage. Pretty disgusting. Okay. The next one doesn't get any better. A Kenyan switchblade. Two black men participating in the 69 position. Number three, please advise, which is corporate jargon for what the fuck. Example, dear Jim, I have not, I have not yet received the case files I asked you to send. Please advise. Alright, hold on, I'm having trouble. You saying that people actually say these things? Yes, people use these words. Did you run these past Fez? Uh, run it past? Yeah, I know that sounded crazy. Yeah. I, uh, what did you do? Check in. I, I, uh, did you I give it to him to, to read? Yes, yes. And he gave you the, hey, this is good stuff? Uh, Ready for air? I guess, I guess if you gave it back to us. I mean, well, no, I never said that. And well, how he, long were we taking with this, Fez? I mean, well, this he has gave been... it to me yesterday after the show as he was leaving, so I hadn't had a chance to talk to him about it yet. I don't know what we were waiting for because I asked him about it yesterday. I was supposed to go on today, right? Uh, I was not aware when it was supposed to go on. Um, here is Frank. Frank, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, Ron, is this guy related to Dr. Steve by any chance? He does seem to have a little bit of Dr. Steve and a little bit of Fez Watley. There's some Fezness there. It's that bass. It's a, I mean, a, so a soothing bass. Who's Dr. Steve? That's just a name we just made up now. Go ahead. What else you got? Number four, Mormon wine. The very well-known Martellini sparkling cider, which Mormons repeatedly, re reportedly drink at gatherings in lieu of wine. Five, grill. One's personal business or one's teeth, face, or smile. Six, do the math. All right, now I'm going to throw it over here. Do you understand the bit at all? Um, no, but I do recognize grill. That's the first word I recognize. Is this like use. a Letterman top ten list? Uh, yeah, I guess you could say that. Mm. Aren't they funny, though? Yeah, yeah. I thought, I mean, this sounded funny in my head. No, yeah. but, well, you didn't have the chance to shape it, and I guess the way that we were going, like a month was going to take place before they got done. Because I always thought bits, you got to write them quick, get them on quick, yeah. or else they become stale, even if they're funny. You know this, Sam, because Wednesdays you kill, but then Thursdays yeah. it's like back to, we Roland, come it. in here and find out if Travis was the one who took the cookie. We talked about that. The cookie show is, that's my show. Yeah. I like doing that. <laughs> the, the other one. Why? It's fun, you know, and it brings people in and takes everybody behind the scenes a little bit and everybody feels at home. It's very voyeuristic. Oh. Um, here's uh, Craig, you're on Run of Fez. Hey, a million bucks, Ronnie. Thanks, man. Hey, a couple things. First off, I didn't think it was possible you could get an intern dumber than fucking Dana, but he's sitting in your studio right now. And the other thing is, after Sammy's great show today, you are a hero for letting him come on your show and just giving him all the love. Great mm. show today, Sam. It wasn't today. That I was a good show today, though, dude. I didn't have a show today. Everybody's mistaken. I mean, Do Ron me a has, favor. Don't yeah. fall off tomorrow. I, you know what I mean? Try to put... You still haven't put two good shows together in a row. Tomorrow won't be advice. That is today's show, and I don't host it. Ron has misled some of you into thinking that today's show was hosted by me, 
It was, in fact, Jim Norton. I had nothing to do with it. Odd. Um, Scott, you're on the Run Fed Show. Hey, uh, Sam, first of all, great show today. But, oh, um, God hey damn guys, it. Uh, I don't want to warn you because I care about you. I care about the show. If you care anybody, if you care about anyone there, get rid of this guy. He's going to shoot the fuck up out of that place. You wouldn't do that, would you, Joe? No, I, re- I really don't see myself as a violent or yelling person. We mm. have caught him a couple times talking to himself in the hallway. Mm-hmm. What? When Sam's show was on and we're doing yeah. the transition between the shows to you guys, he'd be outside setting up some of the uh, signs or whatever, and we could hear him as we're going back and forth, just grumbling, like yelling almost at himself, but quietly. Maybe he's laughing at some of the, my jokes. No, there's there's a lot of... Uh, <laughs> I don't think there's there's a lot of no, no, no. There's no. a lot of intensity. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm pretty... Oh, that's him. <laughs> he likes working here. Joy. <laughs> I think you got to get a new mentor for him. I don't think you're getting somebody who's actually mentoring you. When you handed the joke yesterday, these jokes should have went over immediately, and then you should have been working on them last night and bringing that back in today. This thing, Hicks, and I know you're busy. No. (laughs) I I, I have to reapply myself to mentoring him. It seems like he's not getting the love that he needs, and we thought because he and Fez had such close, you know, personalities that maybe they would work out, but it's almost like they're dragging each other down. Melding into one. I know who needs to mentor you is Matty Ice, the other uh, Cracker Jack um, intern that seems to be taking the air by storm. I mean, do you ever hear his bits on the air? They're just, they're just moving. Really? Yeah. He's the sports guy, right? Yeah, sports He's really expert. Good. Yeah, I don't even like sports, and I was entertained by. Well, we didn't let him finish his bit, so we don't really know. Okay, <laughs> go back into it. For the record, uh, the other intern's the one that sets him up outside. So, but it's, oh, it's, oh, that, oh, looks, that oh, guy looks logic. like that guy looks like you. Which guy? The guy that he saw and thought was you, Matty Heiss? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just trying to make some sense out of this. Okay. All right, the next one is uh, do the math. Slang for asking someone for their number. Example, ho, you be fine. Do the math for me. All right, that sounded a little racist. I also think you really need to sell these. Pop them. You're just, you're just barely okay. putting your big toe in it. You okay. just really want to have some salesmanship on the air. I thought it, I thought it was like a laid-back vibe, but I'll, I can definitely pick it up. Number seven, we got Vista, the five main problems of Windows operating system combined in a fancy little acronym. Viruses, infections, spyware, trojans, and adware. The next one's a little... All right, let's just say this. I'm not sure if they're saying this on the street. I don't know if I've ever heard anybody ask a lady to do the math. Do the math. The Burmese pot, or you piss in your own face, <laughs> or is it pissing in your own? I think somebody else's nasal. Someone oh. else's nasal pass oh. in Burma. Right. Um, and yeah, I didn't. I haven't heard any Vista slang. Jay, you're on the Run of Fez show. Uh, Ronnie, are you okay? Because I don't think your producers or anything are kind of protecting you from the crazy intern that's in there. You want me to call Club Sonar Kenny or something? I may need to. I may need to do that, particularly when I'm going down to the bathroom, in case he's <laughs> waiting for me there. You know, it was really weird. There is a judge who got in trouble in Jersey for the same thing as Club Soda Kenny, for going out and doing stand-up 
on the weekend. Jesus. Oh, so, really? Yeah. It's exciting news. It looks like Owen and are going to be getting a judge on this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and that'll work great in your after shows. Yeah. Finally. I find for Roland. <laughs> uh, we got to do something with you because there is something in you. You're not getting the mentorship that you should have had. That should have been taken care of yesterday. Gag writing has to be done immediately. It's got to be done while you're fresh. But we need somebody who cares about him. You haven't, oh, Chris. You're I... tired and burnt out and thinking about vacation. <laughs> Fez doesn't care. Wait a minute. Could Pips be the guy for you? Do you think he cares either? Oh. I don't know. I want somebody who, who sees in you the thing that I saw the first day I met you. I want somebody to be able to sit there and help you polish this. What about the lady from the kitchen? She'll call the cops. Yeah. I'm just worried that if I let uh, Fez keep on mentoring you, you're going to end up in Niagara Falls like his cat. There'll just be another <laughs> thing a, that he says, yes, I'll take responsibility for, and yet let me push it away, i.e. the stick. Let me just say that although it was a short time under Fez's mentorship... It was an honor. And it's classy. And, Hold on, uh, I'm listening to Vulcan. <laughs> Go ahead. And um I do find his style of radio very not progressive, but Regressive? <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, no. uh, you guys share the same amount of pauses, which is amazing. I've never heard anyone else in radio hit the pause button like that. Well, I thought you were going to say something. Why so. would I? <laughs> uh, I'm listening to this. It's just one sentence. That uh, Normally, I answer back after you've finished your sentence. But you'll go like this. The thing about Fez <laughs> is... So you're thinking that he could have been your guy. Definitely. My problem is you came in with this bit today. This is beneath you. You're a funny guy. And this bit isn't polished. It's not at the joke thing. There's no production around it. You haven't radioed, radioed it up at all. You need to come in here. Boom, 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 boom. You know, there's math to this. And uh, you were just reading it. Basically, I feel like that kid in high school that doesn't... Look, I'm handing it in. I at least should be a passing grade. You know? This is your opportunity to do radio. Yeah, I don't want to come off like that. You're in a national show here. Mm -hmm. This is your chance to be heard. Interns don't get this. No. Next level shit. Yeah, you got to take it next level. NLS. You know who's a real go-getter and a person who's not only happening on air, but knows how to work those halls? Is Sam. <laughs> oh, Sam has always yeah. got something. He's on other people's shows. True. He uh, knows the booking department, interacts with them, yeah. gets people for his shitty Sunday show. You I mean, didn't he have gets to. Great every word in that sentence wasn't necessary. What is it, 3 o'clock in the afternoon Sunday show? Wait, it's 4 o'clock. All right, great. We'll plenty of listeners. I'd go Central Time. But what I'm trying to say, I mean, he's the only guy, he, well, he's one of only two that slept with Jennifer Hutt. So <laughs> he might be the thing. Now... I know you're busy, but you got plenty of time on Wednesdays. Yeah, I do have a, some spare time on Wednesdays. 
I just saw you today. You're putting together model airplanes between <laughs> nine and ten. Oh. I'm just not used to having hobby time, you know. <laughs> um, here's John. You're on the Running Fez show. John, go ahead. Uh, yeah, this guy sounds like the American Psycho Bateman. Mm, I hope not. Rich, you're on the Running Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, what's up? You know, I used to call into that other show that comes on after Obi and Anthony. A couple yeah. times they asked for autographs, and that motherfucker stiffed me. <laughs> you think you can? You think you can hook me up, Ronnie? Yeah. You what do you want an autograph to? I want you send me an autograph with yours, Fezzy, and Peppa Hicks on it. All right, Ed's coming from. Uh, uh, Sam will ship that out. Oh, I'm going to yeah. sign it now. Uh, I'll put it too rich. In Long Island, you're the best, buddy. Thanks for listening. Make sure Sam sends this to you. Ron Bennington. I just don't know if I'm... You are the best, Ron. I love you. Uh, Fuck that other show. Yeah, well... well, Except for on Wednesdays. We'll get that right out to you, Rich. (laughs) That's coming. Coming your way, buddy. I just found this out, that uh, my producer, Pips, has been sending out, with my prizes... Uh Uh, bumper stickers to his podcast. What? (laughs) They also get a bumper sticker. I guess it's something that him and Pepper worked out. Yeah, uh, to his podcast. I never worked that out with him. Should I just slip little Not Sam stickers in with the WoW stickers? Yeah. (laughs) No, no WoW stickers. Just (laughs) Just slip out a Not Sam. There's your sticker, buddy. Yeah, no, that shouldn't... uh, shouldn't Why do you you use the Not Sam? I don't get it. Well, when I started Not Sam... Sam.com was taken, so I registered notsam.com, and I but realized... But you are Sam. Well, then you get people talking, you know, and they start asking questions <laughs> like that, and it's all branding, you know? Like, I think it would be great if you were Pete, and then you got notsam.com, because you're Pete. Right. Mm-hmm. But when you're Sam, why don't you just get, oh, yeah, I am Sam? Too many too many uh, letters. Hmm. Uh, just cigars and scotch disappeared on me. Mm. He had a bit... Um, hi, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys, it's Jenny Hutt. Hey, oh, Jenny, Jenny Hutt. Hutt. I did not sleep with Sam or anyone else at Sirius You're right. XM. I thought was, you slept with Sam and Pete. There was no wink of sleeping going on. Whoa! <laughs> this is totally fabrication. You bet it was. We were between the fabric. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> we did both those things, I Pepper. Even, I don't even have a comment for that, you guys. Uh, no. wh- where are you driving now? Well, to your garage to from your house? No. <laughs> I know. I'm on the way to the big city. I'm going to be on CNN later, Ron. Oh, Excuse I saw me. her Dropping on in. CNN the other day. She had very shiny hair. <laughs> she didn't shower. Well, she's on. Well, are you on one of those things that you? There are four different panels, and you have to wait for the other yes. people. Can I just give yes. you this one thing? Don't keep smiling when it's not your time because it, it's scary. <laughs> just have someone sitting in there I smiling. Know. I know. I get happy. It's just part of. It I'm on TV. I'm being recognized. <laughs> so you drive in for CNN, but you no, won't drive in to do your it. show. I also have to drive in and do something else. What's I'll the other thing? She's uh, trying to I take the... Uh, I, 
I have some meetings over at Sirius XM and then outside the building as well. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people that are saying, you know, since Jenny Hunt moved over, I haven't heard ONA in a while. What's been going on over there? Well, what's been going on? <laughs> yeah. We've been burying the other morning show on Sirius XM. Hut in the morning. That's what's been going on. It's, it's football talk with Hut. Hut. <laughs> <coughs> Listen, I'm not looking for a radio war. Well, you so. got one, honey. Hey, well, I love every Friday is when it's Tiki Hut, and it's so much fun. <laughs> Everyone's wearing Hawaiian shirts and having That's cocktails. Right. Singapore sling. Yes, indeed. Indeed, that book goes on. So and you didn't I sleep didn't with Sam? No. We uh, stayed up Pete. all night. And did you sleep with Pete Dominic? I did not. <laughs> then he's a liar. I'm sure she slept with Pete Dominic. Pete Radio CNN. show CNN. Yeah. Radio show CNN. She's following the Pete Dominic road to success after she got on that Pete Dominic cock. Uh-huh. Wow. That's it. By the way, if I was that, if that could work out for me, wow, that'd be super duper. But no, I'm faithful to my husband. But she's not opposed to it. You did, you did kiss Pete before, though, on the lips. Never kissed him. On no, the lips. Never. No, I did Damn. not. Tongue. You told us on this show that you kissed Pete on the lips. Pete and I never kissed on the lips. We have hugged and we've kissed on the cheek of the face. That is it. Mm. As far as it's gone. No fucking way. No. I mean, See, and that's why she's never going to be able to beat ONA. ONA, honest broadcasters. Right. Jenny Hunt, secrets in the closet. Right. If ONA slept with Alexis Stewart, they would tell people. Exactly. They wouldn't just keep like hinting about it. They'd tweet it. All right, I can't do it. I don't know how to explain it to you guys. It just nothing ever happens. I just I'm not looking to do that. How many guys did you sleep with before your husband? A three. He was my fourth. Yeah. And who I were the other three? 20, I, was, I was 25. Ever been with any goyim? I've not had sexual intercourse with any goyim. I have fooled around with goyim. Just the Jews. She only sleeps what with Jews. Racists. Yeah. It's a fucking eugenics program over there. I was young. I was only 25 when I met my husband. Okay. (laughs) What did you do as a topic on your show today? Was it exercise or salads? Today was Wait Wednesday. (laughs) Her Wednesday show is almost as good as mine. (laughs) (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) What time is your show on now? Nine in the morning. That's when I want to on. I can't hear that. No I'm listening. Way. She's on against Sam, too. Oh, yeah. She keeps it going. Is there a show on an hour? She, she does yeah, two hours? She, no, she oh, only she's does on an hour. hour. They're not going to waste two hours on this. All right. Enough of the bad thing, people. Where, where are you going? Thank the Time Warner right now? Yeah, so that's where I'm headed. All right. I'm going to meet you over there. Okay, good. Definitely. Um, I got a new idea for a show called Newsmakers Can Eat My Balls. And every week, I'll pick out another guy that I go, he can eat my balls. Like, sometimes Um, it's Obama. Right. Yeah, and then sometimes it's Romney. Oh, so you're not even going to be one side or the other. No. Yeah. All of them can eat your balls. Yeah, I'm a shock jock. Wow. I'm like when Fez does that live read for the Comedy Channel. He'll get right in your face. He's dark and edgy. And it's like, is nothing sacred? <laughs> no. You know? No. Nothing only cows. That's the only thing for me, sacred cows. All right, Jenny, I'll see you on the treadmill. All right, bye, guys. Treadmill talk. Bye. Jenny Hutt, she did not uh, sleep with Sam. What's that sign say? Should, should break. 
been right. broken yet. What are we going to do with you? Who do you want to be your mentor? You've got to make your decision right I now. I have to pick? Yeah, you got three seconds, like you picked yesterday's lunch. I guess I got to go with Pepper. I <laughs> guess you got to okay. go with me. All right, <laughs> uh, let's go. Pepper? I mean, yeah. Uh, well, are you in, when are you went back in? Friday? Tomorrow. All right, tomorrow, Pepper? Yeah. I want him to do a sizzling bit. And this bit right here, here, give me what you have right now. Oh, no, don't do it. Yeah. This is going to It's best thing. You don't even know what Mungin is yet. Uh, dude, the fact that you're getting back on the air again is because I trust Pepper. I never saw anyone come in that did not have the sizzle that they were ready to take it to the next level. All right? The sizzle took all the sizzle. I know you like to ball bust and act like it doesn't matter, but you're getting a break here. You're getting a shot. Tomorrow you got to come in here and blow us away. That stuff is I don't care stuff. Let me just throw it out. Did that tomorrow? You got to pop it. You got to right. look at the way Matty Ice comes in here like a beast. You got to be able to bring that up. Do you see that in Pepper? Listen, Do you see the future in this kid? One thing, we're going to fucking get that confidence up, and then there, that's where it's going to fucking come and bring the thunder. I want some production values. Yeah. I want some energy out of him. There's going to be production. I want you to match that sense of humor that we know that you have. And this other Hall stuff, let's work on being like normal outside I can't promise no. that, that's, but that's I'll try. You really answer. have a pro uh, problem just being like a regular guy? Um, I, I didn't think so, but it, I will admit that in the kitchen, I did say something. I did not think it was loud. I, actually, it wasn't even in this voice. It was like, it was like whispering to myself. It's even scarier though. Like, I'll kill everybody. <laughs> That's yeah. exactly it. Yeah, you don't want to be the whisper I guy. I might have said something like that. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> do what I do. Stay away from the straight people. All right, stay with show people. It's hard to distinguish which or which. Well, Us. whoever, whoever Us. has a microphone in front of them, they'll get it. Then the regular people who work in cubicles and desks, they're not like us. All right? We want to bring you into the us camp, the performers camp. I want to be here. I want to pitch a tent in here. Uh, what? That's, that's gross. That's, you can't. He wanted to get in the last bit. That's what they say, pitch a tent. Oh. Yeah. They should put that in the dictionary. The Urban Dictionary. <laughs> By the way, that racist thing, that's not you either, man. That's, that's the Fez type stuff. You're not part of that. You're, you're playing to both blacks and whites. What did I say that was uh, racist? Well, you're just bringing up the word Urban Dictionary, and here's what they say. You know what and then what this moved into the White Dictionary. Hose. Yeah, and when you said hose... You're beyond that. No, the Urban Dictionary is... All right, wait a for, minute. Uh, well, what does your shirt say? I didn't even notice this. Uh, get your girl off my deck. Okay. Skate skateboarding company. All right, there's another thing. Let's go without the T-shirt. You know what I mean? Like, this is audio. We say crazy stuff. But out in the hallway, we're just... They think we're normal. You may want to wand him next time he comes into the studio. Okay. Just stick to the basics, you know? Solid colors on the t-shirts. Let yeah. your mouth do the talking. Yeah. No hoodies. It makes you look dangerous. Yeah, the hoodie thing does look dangerous. I do. Especially when you... Yeah, don't. Don't those. put it up over but your eyes. No shades when you're walking around. No long trench coats. No trench coat mafia jokes. 
That's like my entire Friday. Just I, I know it is. Right. We got to reset that you, shit. You got a new man mentor. Do you care about him this time? I care about this I kid. I don't want this to be a mentorship where you're not keeping an eye on the guy. I'm going to be all over this kid, like white on rice, not racist. There's brown rice, dude. Oh, shit. There's brown him, rice. Give him a whole makeover, new outfit. You want to go makeover? I'd like to see a part in your hair in the middle. Just dress him up like Rick Moranis. You know? I'll, I mean, I... A nice suit that doesn't fit terribly well. If it's funny, mm. I'll do it. For the show, I'll do it. Oh, this is your career you're dealing with. At the very least, I want you dressed up like Rick Moranis and then running through Central Park <laughs> until you get the tavern on the green and then just banging on the windows. <laughs> First, it's closed now, so he'll just be... You know they're reopening it. Again? Yeah, when they're opening up, some chains bought it. Well, I guess... Uh, it's, who's going to go there? I guess just they hear Tavern on the Green and they'll just go. <clears throat> Who's the comic Kevin Hart you had on your show today? Yeah. Do you guys realize how big he is outside of your world? It's unbelievable. He's gigantic. Yeah. He's a, he might he's probably the biggest touring comic in the country. And the weird thing is, when I was watching the All-Star game, they were talking about him constantly as if they were saying Bill Murray. And I'm really? like sitting there laughing going... I wonder how many white people have no idea what yeah. they're talking about. Well, he's just one. I mean, like, there's very few people that are not musicians that host SNL without a movie to promote, you know? And that's what Kevin Hart was. Kevin Hart's hosting SNL this week just because he's that big. I hadn't even thought about that. If you don't have a movie or a TV show, yeah. who gets to host that show? Louie did. He has a TV show. But he was, wasn't promoting. It was off though when he was when he was uh, on SNL. Louis got big. Yeah, Louis's really big. Yeah. And Kevin Hart. I mean, I don't know. There's not much bigger than Louis or Kevin Hart. T Sizzle. T Sizzle's fucking huge. He's got that big movie to promote now. <laughs> Coalition. Coalition. Right. Getting Best Buy, Walmart. <laughs> go to uh, go to Sizzle Worldwide. TeamSizzleWorldwide.com. They do have it at Wally World? Yes. Good. Uh, we got a break here. We haven't broke yet today. How are you feeling, though? I'm down. What know? are you down for, man? Come on, baby! Wait, uh, down like how we know or down like Urban Dictionary? Like, down. Um, I don't know. Can I get what? a definition? Why are you down? Uh, I don't know. Um, my bit isn't good enough. It's not funny. You know. First of all, what if you came in here without any mentorship and no production value and then somehow did a bit, uh, I would be shocked. I don't think most people could pull that off, particularly a young guy. You're learning how the rules go. You want to come in here and grab the audience. You don't want to feel lackluster about it. The way you're staring at me, it's like you see a target on me right now. <laughs> Oh, God, now you're laughing, like, thinking no, about cutting me into pieces. listening intently. Yeah, you want to, I mean, you wouldn't just go walking out on a, on David Letterman's show that way. You wouldn't expect to do well. You've got to understand, you've got to come into the place. you got a mentor that cares about you now. I love you platonically. Okay, yeah. that's great. Okay? That's great. Yeah, that's, that's uh -huh. a big step ahead. You're not being pushed to the back of the file now. Those days are over. I, I honestly thought that was decent. 
That's because you haven't done this enough. That's why you think that it's decent. He could tell you how to take that, add two or three production things, bring it back in and kill with it. But I'm saying the concept was decent. The concept is not enough to get over with the audience. Tomorrow, why don't you come in doing some of your characters? What about that? Why limit yourself just to this? Do a couple of your funny characters. Okay. Holy shit. All right. What's that guy's name? Uh, Mule. Okay. Mule's in it. All right. I like Mule. Four characters tomorrow. Four. God, yeah. Done. And I don't even want to talk to him. I only want to talk to the characters. So, music starts. Who's at the door? What? The doorbell. Who? Come on in. And boom, we'll have all the production elements. The doorbell ringing, the music coming in, catchphrases, you know, and then the ability to get in and out quickly. And the next thing you know, Mule's going to be as big as Kevin Hart. All right. That's correct. Put that down as a catchphrase. It's going to be all right. (laughs) That's when you like stuff. (laughs) All right. All right. This is fucking beautiful. Where's Mule from, by the way? He's from uh, Missouri. All right, so he's cool. He's like this cool guy from Missouri. And what does he do? What does he do in Missouri? One time, I met Little Wayne, and oh. I bought shoes from him. All right, so wow. he wow. purchased shoes, shoes from shoe different buyers. celebrities. Weezy. Yeah. Now we're on to something. We're going to a place that people can get and hold on to. Tomorrow, four new characters, four theme songs, catchphrases. Boom. I have to think of the theme song. Listen, baby, I'm here to mentor you. Don't worry. Okay. All right? All right. Like, what did I tell you before? I love you platonically. Okay? You shouldn't even say platonically. I love you, popcorn. Or should I say mule? Or we could save that for tomorrow. So yeah, mule, mule's gone now. He trotted away. I like you're into the whole thing. Good. Like you're saying mule is a separate thing. Oh, and he trots. He, he's actually he's actually a mule. No, well, he... He took acid, and he thinks he's a horse now. Okay. Likes acid. Got that. And now he thinks he's a mule. Y- yes. Well, he knows. And he mules drugs. Yeah. Coke. And he buys shoes from people, like Little Wayne. Yeah. All right. This is all coming together. This is beautiful. It's going to make the ONA producers look like assholes. Well, other than you two guys, they are assholes. I always thought that too. <laughs> <clears throat> Who's the assholeiest of the whole gang? The what? That's left. I mean, yeah, that's our left. staff keeps getting dwindled yeah. down. Um, let me see. The- I'll let Iraq go. Iraq, who do you think it is? I'm going to say Sam. <laughs> <laughs> that's easy though. That's such a cliche uh, answer. It's gimmicky. You know, yeah. it's like the assholeiest. Yeah, I guess Roland. Kind of an asshole? Right, yeah, oh, yeah Roland will be. fuck with you really bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Roland will ruin a life if he can. Roland tells me that he tries to ruin other people's Facebooks and find out who their parents are. Yeah, yeah. And be mean to them. I oh, mean, yeah. all you have to do is be like, hey, Roland, you look a little chubby in that picture. And then he starts telling you your kids are retarded and all kinds of terrible things. Yeah, horrible. he gets really angry really yeah. fast. Yeah. He is one mean Charlie Brown. He's not a nice guy. No. Uh, all right, we got a break here. Um, you'll be back here tomorrow, and three other characters. Three can't wait. Yes, sir. Thanks for coming in, boys. My pleasure. Thanks Thank for you. having us. Appreciate it. When we get back. Sex on dead people. Chris Stanley wants to tell you more about it. <laughs> it's a Ron Fez show. 
Backway, Hicks is silently watching Miss Delaware go down on some headless man. <laughs> it's awful. Uh, Ron and Fez show. How many times I said when Big J is here, send him directly in. I know. I got distracted with. And I'm just saying, Big J, how long were you in the back there? I, don't, I feel what, if I say we're going to get. Was uh, it was it more than five minutes? It was. It was a little more than five minutes. How long was it? Thanks, you know. Scheduled for 12.30. 12.30 he was scheduled? Well, I, I told Jay to show up between 12.30 and 1. It's true. Pips. You knew that he was here, right? Uh, Fez told me he was around, yes. All right, Fez knew that he was here. Okay, thanks for out, Fez. I'm, I'm not on Fez. No, here's the thing. Yeah. I don't know what... To, I'm just going to say... And now I'm going to make you responsible. Just walk in the door. Just pile in just here. Just walk in the door. Because I must be such an awful person that Fez, Hicks, and Pips are all afraid to say something no. to me. But it is like you guys knew how to soften the blow because I walked into hardcore pornography. Just And I'm, I'm completely entranced by it. I don't know what porn addiction is. But I know that if it's available to me, I maniacally will watch it. I used to have a buddy. I lived with a, a guy who worked for the cable company once. So mm -hmm. He had the thing where they unscreen. You know, you had all the porn channels. And even when I was playing a video game, when the screen would say loading, I would just flip the screen back to just watch a couple a seconds. Yeah. Of porn. yeah, and like for no, I'm not going to jerk off to it. I just right. needed to check it out for a little bit. I find that what uh, that now because of. That that they've found people watching in their car, like you're just stuck, so you're just gonna watch <laughs> while you're sitting on your phone, or people on an airplane sitting and watching porn. Because people have complained, like oh, this guy in his laptop next to me and my wife is sitting there enjoying porn. Uh, it's, it's really this is good. And this is uh, who is this? She's little Miss Delaware. She's Miss Miss Teen Delaware. Miss Teen Delaware, yeah, and they took her crown from her because. They said that she sucks cock like a fucking bird. Look at her. It's yeah, you seriously know what? like a bird. I really, what I, I would say the thing about that I like about this video is her disinterest in being there and her nervousness and not right. wanting to do it. And maybe that's a very familiar face to me for some reason. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the I don't want to be here thing. <clears throat> but uh, it's, uh, I think it's fantastic. Your friends asked me 
to blow you, so yeah. I'm doing it because <laughs> they told me you're a little fucked up in the head. <laughs> yeah, right. So you know, so, you're you're going back to Afghanistan, so I'm going to do it. <laughs> but I'm not liking it at all. I'm not good. Yeah. All no. right, now Hicks, you're on to a thing, and I'd never even heard of this. This is corpse fucking. This is up <laughs> on the eye bang, and tell us exactly what happened here. Okay, in uh, Joliet, Illinois. There, two two men were lured to a home by four people. They were what to a home? Lured, 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 lured. It's spelled lured. Yeah. They, they were brought. They were they were tricked into coming to somebody's house. Oh, <laughs> lured to a house. Okay, murdered, suffocated to death. Then their bodies were pushed together, and then. Three people decide to have a threesome on top of their dead bodies. All right, now where are the threesome guy people? All right, the Joshua Miner, this guy, this is the third from the left. That's the dude. And suppose that they saying he had a threesome with Bethany and Alyssa. Uh, Alyssa. Alyssa. Let's uh, get a bigger picture of Alyssa. I want to see. I mean, she. I. Yeah, the other pork chop looks like you can get her involved in this, but this one looks like she could have had a boyfriend or something. Now, dead eyes, though. I mean, dead fucking white trash eyes. So they're fucking on top of dead bodies. Yeah, a couple dead bodies, yeah. What drug are you doing? That's all. And this is what I worry about, a porn addiction. How far do you have to go now once you get into it before you can be satisfied? No, yeah, I very much am concerned about that. Although I don't, I don't think I actually use the extreme porn. Mm -hmm. I don't, I, I, I can't, I definitely can't go to like softcore. It'd be a real hard press to jerk off the Skinamax. Yeah, that, that doesn't I definitely work. need it hardcore. Mm -hmm. Cum shots, all the, all the filth, gang bangs, threesome. But I, like, I never jerked off to like horse fucking or anything like that. What, what about corpse? Fucking on corpses. Now, by the way, no. the weird thing about this, and I know it shouldn't matter, but they were on two dead black guys. Yeah, and I was just thinking, man. you know, I guess it shows you how far we've come with racism that people would be okay with that. Like, yeah. we're at the point where these girls can bang on top of dead bodies, and they don't have to be white, like in back in the 1950s or early 60s. Well, it was a game time call, I think. It was Black History Month, so they wanted to make a point. No one paid attention this year. Did you notice that? No one. I've it, mentioned it every day. Yeah, it was... Uh, Trell Suggs didn't say, Happy Black History Month to me. It was weird, because it used to be on TV, and they would give us a couple moments every night. They would talk about it, and we're at the point now... No one noticed that it was Black History Month. Well, how many times are we going to find out they made peanut butter? I get it. Well, not only that, but I think that they turned those same peanuts into a bullwhip somehow. I mean, they <laughs> did other things than just peanut butter. They turned peanuts into a stoplight? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> just Oh, yeah, that guy did invent the stoplight, too. Some other black <laughs> dude. Yeah, I forget. They're, yeah, they're saying before that, the lights would just be green, and everyone's just crashing. Why didn't have a fucking light? Does everyone go? Yeah, you got to see, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> this one has a Bijou Phillips look to her. A little bit. Alyssa. Alyssa, yeah. You know, I had Bijou Phillips on the show twice. Did you really? And I just kept thinking, I'm, I'm interviewing her, I'm just thinking, bully. The movie yeah, Bully. I mean, and Havoc. Bully. When she's yeah. like really crazy and those two Mexicans gangbanger. Is it almost Hollywood's fault when they sexualize a rape so much that you're enjoying watching it? Because I don't I'm not I'm not pro rape. I'm sure not. 
Yeah, I mean, because you know they're not really raping. No, yes. I think if it was an actual rape, it's simulate like some girls like to like, hey, let's pretend rape. Right. And I'm, by that I mean Catholic girls, so they don't, <laughs> they feel like it's not their fault. <laughs> like when they ever say, when you always hear them say like, no means no, not the Catholic girls that didn't. Catholic girls would always say no while they were thrusting because they wanted to still feel good. Like it wasn't their fault. Yeah, like, them. you know. They could feel like this is bad. I mean, people do want to think there's a certain taboo to it. You know what I mean? Mm. And I don't think that it's freaky to play any fucking game. You know, whatever game you're playing is fine. It's if you do it. Yes, the actual. Then, then you've crossed lines. So if, let's say, Pepper wants to pretend that his girlfriend is his sister. I don't care about that. That's between them. That's your world. Now, when he's with his sister, then I go, Pep, are you sure this is who you want to be with? <laughs> yes. It's fucking great. Keep it in the family. And I don't think it leads to the other. You know what I mean? I don't think it leads. This girl looks like she should be uh, me and Chris's sister. <laughs> she should be part of our crew. Well, that girl right there, you can see getting in trouble. This slight tint of blue to her in head. The mid-dye job. But again, it's, Small the, faced. it's the great white slide. You think it was the thing that she, uh, that was the first time she ever had sex on top of black people, not with black people? I think so. <laughs> I think what, I think you're going to find out that there was a jealousy thing and that these girls had banged those black dudes. Hell yeah. And now it was like, we're going to fuck on top of their dead corpses. They were saying that, one of them was saying that she was forced into having sex on top of the corpses because this guy, Joshua. Joshua, every drug, he, every drug dealer from 21 Jump Street. Yeah. Joshua looks like. He looks like. Somehow Charlie Manson spit a fucking kid out. All this stuff seems to be tied into the TV show The Following now. Oh, God. I wonder if they kept the lights on. Well, well, I wouldn't want to turn them off. I think that's even scarier. I don't like the idea of the lights completely off anyway. No, I'm not a, a lights completely off guy myself. But. I think only rape victims say, let's turn the lights off. I don't watch the <laughs> Rape victims make suggestions before. <laughs> let's turn the lights off. Let's put on some soft tunes, too. Let me sink into the wall. Well, I don't think they're rape victims at that time. I mean, later, when they get back to having sex, they don't want to see what's going on. You know, funny you mentioned the Bully movie. Can you actually bring up the pictures of the real people from Bully? Like, they are yeah. very similar looking. From what yeah. I remember. Stylish. Like yeah, a, but not, no, 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 not even the, the cat, not even the people that played him in the movie. The, the that was uh, that's bully's one of those real famous like Hollywood jobs. When you see the actual people, like right. when you see Bijou Phillips played the the pig in real life. The Bijou Phillips played. <laughs> I do want to see this now. I mean, they were just horrible. They're just uh. And that's why people can't believe in movies. It's like, well, that Philly movie that they just did, the... Uh, silver Linings. Yeah, the Silver Linings. When you see th they had these two really attractive people who were mentally ill. But when you normally meet people that are mentally ill, they look fucking psychotic. Yeah. They don't look like Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, they smell like piss. No, the weird thing is when I was living down in South Florida, I didn't live too far from where this bully thing took place. Oh, yeah. And when I was leaving today, there was a um, a murder on where I lived in Clearwater. It was in Reddington Beach. So I, I left it on. It was one of those, they kind of, uh, you almost got away with it, was the name of the show. So I was watching it as I was eating breakfast this morning, and it was so depressing how stupid people who kill are. 
Like mm-hmm. they killed this person, an old lady. They took her rings that were worth, you know, fifty, sixty thousand dollars. They got like a couple grand and then just got high and then they went, well, now what do we do? And they took buses back to their hometown to get away from the police. I mean, people who actually commit crimes could not be any dumber. No, because you have to be, uh, yeah, you, I mean, you have to be some sort of a sociopath. I mean, to really make it happen. Oh, that, that does always shock me how many people, like, really get genuinely roped into it. Like, people, you know, like, whether you join a gang and it's like, next thing you know, you're on a beach with a machete, chopping right. a guy's head off, and, like, you see these people interviewed, and they're really just like, well, was the, you know, I was in the gang, and I had to... So, it's almost like like very weak-willed people, I guess, too. Yeah, can be dumb, like, weak, can't make any decisions for themselves. There is never the fucking... the diehard villain. They do not exist. Those guys end up on Wall Street running companies. You know what I mean? Like, you, if you really want to rip people off... You don't have to use a gun. You can go into sales. You know, a good sociopath is fine just ripping people off the regular way. When you go into someone's house with a gun, you're a fucking idiot. I mean, you're slightly above a dog and being able to figure out what, you know, to do with your life. Because you are going to jail. Yeah, the mastermind, uh, like, you know, the diabolical mastermind guys, those are the ones, yeah, so they end up on, like, corporations and then they... Pay a chick to like kick them in the balls and right. burn their nips and shit. Like, right, that's all and they, they get their psych, their psycho out that way. Yeah, there are definitely uh, plenty of ways to be weird and stay legal. All right, who are we looking at here? All right, this is um, this is the this is who Bijou Phillips was. She must have been so happy when she saw the movie and saw that <laughs> Bijou was playing her. I couldn't jerk off to her being raped. Now, who was the other one? Yeah, well, he was he was watching gay porn and raping her. Uh, Nick, uh, Nick Stahl. Nick Stahl, yeah. Who who was the other chick? The, I think the I think the Brad Renfro was the funny. Oh, so that's supposed this to be is... that's Rachel Miner's character. That's who yeah. she played. All right, another animal. Remember that movie, Rachel Miner? They gave a full, I mean, a full screenshot of her beaver. Yeah. from the from between her legs, straight up, unreal. That movie. Well, that was directed by that fucking crazy bastard, the guy who uh, did Kids. Larry Clark. Yeah. Larry Clark, yeah. We had Larry Clark come in one day, did and he really? was like this. <sighs> yeah, Whoa. he hates teenagers, it seems like. He know. hates slash loves them. Because he did this other thing, Ken Park. That yeah, I saw like, Ken yeah. Park. That, that movie's just fucked. Well, we had a man for WhatsApp Rockers. Uh, the Spanish well, kids. Yeah, it was Spanish kids. And we are like, fuck, Larry Clark, he's going to be so fucking weird. And he was... Oh, that's the guy. That's the bully, the actual bully guy. This is what's coming up, but he's the fucking Bra- huge. The Brad guy. Renfro guy was the funny. That was one of the funniest, like yeah. miscastings. Like that's the one. You take a Samoan guy or something. <laughs> <laughs> and Brad, I love Nick Stahl. I thought. Uh, well, I'll tell you, I thought, the- I thought, movie, I thought yeah, Bully was interesting. I actually thought it was like a pretty. But it's like, oh yeah, it's you know, fucking that. that, that the, the, the one of the smaller parts was that guy who got huge on Boardwalk Empire, uh, Michael. Ah, uh, he's got that floppy hair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the kid that was... He actually is a really big actor now. But yeah, he was in Hedwig and uh, the Angry Inch. He was uh, the young Michael guy. Michael something. Michael... Pitt. Michael Pitt. Michael Pitt. That's it, yeah. I was stopping myself from saying Michael Palin fucking 18 times. <laughs> yeah, Michael, but... Uh, 
Yeah, he was like a small part in that, actually. He was like the cousin who came to visit at one point. Yeah, that was tripping. But, but, but exactly, but that, almost like his character was great, because that was the guy you're talking about, the dummy, where it's like, yeah. we're going to kill guys. We are? <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> yeah, we're going to totally get away with it. Fine. Well, they say like a teenager's brain isn't done yet. You know what I mean? So uh, I you're basically true. with a half-baked cake the whole time that you're talking to them. Yeah. When do you think it really kicks in? You make <clears> they say mid-20s. Mid-20s before you're finally around to making any kind of logical, really logical decisions. Really? Yeah. I believe it. Maybe I think that's right. why a lot of kids are like, yeah, I'll jump off the roof. Videotape <laughs> me. And YouTube is just like fed that, like yeah. the desire to want to do that. And then the yeah, and then the fact that people watch it and they're they're laughing so hard at the other idiot that they think maybe I'll do that. <laughs> and it works. Yeah. And then it works. Then you get your moment. You know, you end up on Tosh Point or something. Yeah, you get everything but money. Everything but money That's for true. getting hit in the balls. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a local TV commercial. Getting hit in the balls. If you become popular enough on the internet, but you, the... but you got to be really good at getting hit in the balls. <laughs> you got to be great at it. And how many do you have before finally your career is over? <laughs> like, yeah, I've seen a guy kicking the balls before. He goes, no, no, no. But this guy's the best <laughs> ever. This is the dude. We're talking kicking the balls. We're talking this guy. Big J's going to be playing South by Southwest. How'd you know that? I have the information right here. Live read. Uh, with Robert Kelly, that's on March 12th at uh, Esther's Follies in Austin, Texas, going on at 8 p.m. You know how to get there, right? You just go south by southwest, <laughs> no matter where you are in the country. Figure it out. <laughs> you hang out in Austin? Uh, I have before, yeah. I did a, a festival there last summer called the Moon Tower uh, Festival. Up on the Moon Tower, man. But it was a uh, party yeah, at the Moon cool, Tower. Cool city. I, I like the, like the music scene out there. When I was on tour with Corn, we went through Austin too. It's the only other times I've been there. So, are you a party guy at all, or do you uh, hit the bars? No, you stay away from it. Yeah, I just like uh, not a big drinker. I never been the. Dr I don't. I don't like drinking. I don't like being around drunk people. I'm not like a good like. Uh, I can go with the flow for a lot of drunk people around. Right. I get very judgmental and like kind of <laughs> shitty. But I, 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 I smoke weed literally every night. And I, I'm still judgmental about drinking. I don't think, uh, like, stone takes you out of, like, who you are at all. I, I think alcohol alcohol literally changes people. This is a very interesting thing because you don't think that smoking pot changes who you are. You stay essentially yourself, mm -hmm. and alcohol changes who you are. Uh, I, I, alcohol hasn't changed me. Again, I've been drunk, like, puke drunk. Mm-hmm under 20 times in my life i've been drunk significantly more than that you know but i can still kind of funk you know you know i take guys time to go see every, i remember everything that happened and um but with weed i think like look i dev i think with weed also is a thing you have to submit to it a little bit more mm -hmm. before it's going to be because i've always been i've always been kind of annoyed i don't i don't even uh I, I didn't smoke weed for a long time. Probably when I was like twenty three because I was never drawn to like the, you know, the stoner guys. You know, the right. huh, huh, huh. we're staring at a poster for an hour. Like that's retarded. Like that doesn't make any sense to me at all. But you, I've heard you say on the air before. It's like, but uh, we're going out to like a good Italian, nice Italian place. Smoke a little bit before I go. Like really enjoy the food. Or yeah, um, I'll smoke before I go on stage. And what that does to me, it tends to lower my inhibitions. Simply on 
making references or saying things that I might know. I, I, it's always there. Uh-huh. But if I'll be like, ah, maybe they're going to think this is too racist and they're not going to get that I'm joking. But I'll just like, I'll throw it out there. And more times than not, that tends to work in my for my advantage. I think you've got to come in under, though. I think you have to err on the side of under and not over with marijuana. Because I, I know a lot of people will say, like, I'll fucking just do a hit or two, put it away, do my paintings, hit or two, make my phone calls. And I'm like, really? Because I've never smoked pot like that. Because since I started when I was younger, I always over yeah. every single drug, including marijuana. Yeah, you were like... Just like take it to the head until you. If like, we're going to do it, let's just keep doing it, whatever it was. Well, what's funny about that, that's almost how I feel. I, I thought for a long time that I drank, I was a bad drinker because of the way I drank, but uh, mm. I think maybe I do it the best way possible. I don't like the taste of any alcohol, I think it all tastes like pretty gross. So if I decide, like, on a rare night that I'm not driving or some situation I'm on the road, then I don't have to drive anywhere, and I'm like, okay, tonight I'll get a little drunk, I'll get like three shots or three or four like double shots of vodka and just hold a beer in my hand and just pound one chase it pound ch you know just with like a sip of beer in between each to get the taste away and then moments later i'm there and i'm fine like i just coast on that but i never like the point of like i never get it was saturday you know i'm out doing comedy in the city on the weekends till late and just like the walk back to my car at the end of the night and you just see people like that were dressed nice at some point, basically, right. you know, like a guy in a sweater vest, but now the underneath shirt's not there anymore, and it's cold out, and he's leaning against the wall, mm -hmm. and like, you know, half falling over. It's like, why would you pay to get to that? Like, I don't understand the point of that. It's also pretty expensive. Yeah, you also see women just nice dresses, but they're all hiked up as they're pissing in between cars. Yeah, yeah, no, I have. I've seen that very up. same thing. Yeah, it's, just, it's, a, it's, a, it's pretty gross. That's why, because I am an alcoholic, if I go out to a bar, you know, to meet friends, I wait until I'm at that time, not early in the night, like 8.30, when people look attractive and they're just getting buzzed. Oh, yeah. That's a dangerous time for me. You got to remind but yourself. But if I show up at 11, and everyone's like, where you been? I'm like, oh, yeah, that's why I don't drink. Yeah. Because you. <laughs> I don't want to fucking look like you. Ronnie B., what up, dog? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. You want to yeah, find I the wanna, person who's like the, yeah. the Aria jerk I, Oh, yeah, I want to see the people who look like fucking shit. Well, I was saying to you off the air that I've had a, a couple encounters in the last few weeks with audience members who were hammered, and just mm -hmm. don't don't do not get. They're some of the most fun people to go at on stage because they're very easy to hammer because they're saying their own stupid shit and digging right. their own grave. But it's unbelievable how you could take somebody. You know, the same girl, the last girl I had a problem with, uh, ended up leaving. Like as I was shitting on her, ended up leaving the club. But you know, you think about it, it's like, it, it, and I saw her outside, and she comes, she goes. I forgive you. And I was like, beat it, you fucking wretched cunt. Like, yeah, you know, I know it was so funny, but I go, I go, what happened down there to you was 100% your fault. She goes, no, it wasn't, it wasn't my fault. I go, it was. And she said, anyone that's laughing, this is her rationale, <laughs> anyone that's laughing at the stuff I was saying up there is because everyone else in the audience was raped and molested as children. <laughs> I would agree with and that. I got, it's, but you, you know what? Look, that point I high-fived her on. And then we moved. But uh, she said, uh, she goes, my parents loved me. I'm like, probably too much. Yeah, they probably told you were a princess all the time and never told. And that's why you're the wretched twat that you are today. And she ended up leaving all like, but but leaving still righteous. And what blows my mind about that is if I didn't encounter her that night 
and she was a receptionist at a place I had to go tomorrow, and she was just perky and sweet, and right. like, you know, cute young girl. You just be like, this seems like an all right chick. And, and now, like, just because of the way she let herself behave in public and le- and got herself to that point, I hate her now. Like, I literally, right? Like, I hate her because there was no getting through to her. I used to watch Patrice do that to people all the time, try to break them down. And anytime there was someone who he just couldn't get through to. It was always alcohol was the issue. Like, it was just a point where you're like, they're never going to... They're never going to get it. They're never going to understand you can't... Her argument was that um, it was uh, she was the only one willing to speak up that the things I was saying were terrible. <laughs> and everyone else was laughing because they were molested. But she was the only one with the guts to speak up for. I go, what do you need to save the audience? She was a hero. She was she, in her mind, she a, was a hero. hero. You know what's funny? You ever been to that company party and, like, the little quiet lady from... Accounting just comes over. You never talk to me. You walk by every day, like you, and you're like, "What?" Every Christmas party, yeah. And you're like, "What?" I never know. You're clickish. You're always with the other long hair. You're like, so this is what you're thinking every day, and it takes to be because you could have said this every fucking. You could say you need to stop by accounting more. We've been hanging out months ago, lady. Yeah, I got no problem with you. I thought I was giving you some space. I like well, you know, it's all their own self-loathing comes in with right. that. So they're always like, "I know you walk by, and there's no reason." Ron betting this talk to some peon <laughs> piece of shit like right, me. Yeah. yeah, it's like, hey, for what it's worth, hey, I know I'm just fucking garbage on your foot, but for what it's worth, I think you're a funny guy. You're like, all right, like, okay, <laughs> thanks, thank you, okay. <laughs> uh, we got a piece up on the iBank. This is actually sent into a listener, and I fucking love this. I think that this could go on for a long time. It's ending songs to movies. Uh, there's some filmmakers I think need to put more of a thought, but of course your favorite all time Hicks has got to be Fight Club, right? Oh, with the Jesus Pixies, Christ, yeah. Where that ends when everything fucking breaks down. Do you know what I think that did for the Pixies' career, though? Oh, huge. You know, like when that happened, suddenly people who didn't know them at all picked up on them. It's up on the iBang. If you want to check some of these up, but I don't think people understand the importance of ending your movie with the right kick-ass song. It brings it all together. Fezzi, you got to be in. Put up the sound. There we Stop. go. Stop. And this is why all the buildings are crashing? Yep. Right after he kills himself or kills Durden. Fucking just ties the entire movie together. It's beautiful. Yeah, the Pulp Fiction, another great one. This is funny because this made you feel slightly optimistic, <laughs> even though he was already dead. <laughs> He's walking off to his fucking death. God knows that was a like those, But you didn't feel like, like those two guys are cool, and they're going to have a great life together. <laughs> even though you saw him get killed a little while before. I didn't feel good about Honey Bunny. I loved Honey Bunny. Uh, what's her name? Angela. What's her name in real life? She was... 
the actual axe murderer. Amanda Plummer. Amanda, Amanda Plummer. She's fucking great. She is. I always thought she looked disturbingly like the. Remember the movie Pet Cemetery? Yeah. Remember the sister who had meningitis? Who was? Oh more, yeah. She sort of norm naturally looks like that lady. <laughs> There's my meningitis. <laughs> no I couldn't even help you in that. Yeah. S Scott, you're on the run of Fed show. Like hey, uh, Razor's Machine, wake up at the end of Matrix when Neo flies away. That was really fucking cool. Walking slow mo through the fucking crowd, straight to the credits. It's shit. Unfortunately, two more movies are made. <laughs> like this, this could have been perfect. Like, all right, perfect. Neo, he's fucking gonna fix everything. If it ended there and they never did another Matrix, this thing would have been like fucking Wizard of Oz, where people would have talked about it for it's years amazing. and years. It's amazing. It really did like kind of fall off on the thing. Like I was hating though. Ver I love the movie, and then um, by a week later, if one more person goes, Matrix man makes you think, huh? Like no, <laughs> it doesn't. That's not what's happening. Don't worry about they it. They actually put out philosophy books on it, and they're like, yeah. "What if?" The and I go, "No, we're not really in a machine thing." No, there's entire communities online just talking about, "Yeah, man, this there be. Why can't I get the fucking?" Pill? And I think that kind of led to that secret type thing where people start thinking if you believe things. And said it. It was like being Neo, Neo. Like somehow you were going to bend reality to what you had to think. <laughs> okay. You're like you're being much better off getting a job. <laughs> <laughs> it's a um, sounder resolution. Here's our buddy Coke Logic. Go ahead, buddy. Hey, uh, at the end of Life Aquatic, one of the greatest scenes is uh, David Bowie's Queen Bitch, while Bill Murray's walking along uh, slow motion with the kid on his shoulders. I love that scene as well. Now you could do this with just about. Any of Wes Anderson's uh, movies, the ones uh, that we have, well, we're going to play this first, okay. But would you actually stay through the credits because you're like, this fucking song's great. You know it's because you like the movie. No one ever stays through the credits because they hate the movie. I'm like, I'll download this shit. Fuck right. this movie. I want to find out who the best boy is. <laughs> but we end it with Rushmore on our list, which is um, a fairly perfect ending to a film. Yeah, but let's see if the DJ can play something with a little more. Ruben! Wes always end, ends up with kind of, we really are a family, not just a bunch of people who met. Co wrote in that he woke up this morning thinking, I hope Big J comes in and does the show again soon. Really? Yeah. Oh. So you came in 
Your first thing was, am I here too much? Yeah, that was my concern. I would come in every day for free. I told Chris that in awkward emails. Well, Chris won't even fucking let you know when I'm here. <laughs> um, you know what's a a fucking great ending song to a movie? Well, two, I'd say, are my uh, one of my favorites. Did you ever see Devil's Rejects, Rob Zombie? Yeah. They have that crazy shootout scene where it all just goes to hell at the end, and that's the while Freebird's playing, and then Freebird kicks off in the middle of the solo, and then it just shows a uh, just like a stretch of highway goes down and playing a Seed of Memory by Terry Reed. You know, here's the thing because you love metal music, right? That's a, that's singer songwriter stuff. Uh, I know, but thinking of the Rob Zombie, mm -hmm. I do think like a lot of guys who's like metal music also like horror. Yeah, I, I think it's hand to hand. I do love horror. It lets me down ninety nine percent of the time. That's a really good fucking <laughs> thing. Are you a horror guy at all? Um, Hicks? I see all of them, but I, I watched the first Saw, and then I tried watching. That. I like that. I, I I'll watch a horror movie, but yeah, they're see, this is shit. the difference. Maybe I don't like horror. I like suspense. I like that nerve wracking thing, but I don't like to see a guy with a fucking. Just saw running through, and you know, no, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not into uh gore horror, right? I, I'm more like uh, I can I would consider like David Lynch films like horror, like Twin Peaks is terrifying See, to me. I think it's terrifying. I, I would agree with that. See, the, the the David Lynch things get me in such a fucking weird mood yeah. that it takes uh, a while. The same with like with Kubrick, the fucking thing of The Shining, The Shining, it was yeah. always the scenes in between. When anything was happening, that'd really get to me. You just like the silence of him like talking to that bartender. It's like that's like really eerie, really eerie. And the other song I was gonna say at the end of a movie was uh, when you find out that uh, the score song that was playing all throughout uh, First Blood, the first Rambo, right. actually had lyrics <laughs> right. by Frank Stallone at the end. Um, Titanic did the same thing. Where they're like you did not know that you were listening at the time to what was going to be this gigantic pop song. And these are yeah, such dildo-y lyrics. Like right. this one. It's a long road. <laughs> um, here is uh, Tim. Tim, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, guys. You know, one of the guilty pleasures that I had as a kid, you know, in college was that movie, The Replacements, <laughs> uh, with Keanu Reeves and Favreau and, and the Make 7 Up Yours guy. And the song they ended it with was uh, Heroes by Wallflowers. It's a great ending. Great, great song. It's a remake. Yeah, of the Bowie one. But the um, it gets used quite a bit. It just got used this year in that... Uh, the secret of wallflowers or whatever the Se fuck that's. Secret of being a wallflower. Yeah. And they also, when they heard Bowie, right, they're like, who is this? He's great. And I'm like, really? You're from the planet Earth? And you're not familiar with the song Heroes? Creeps. Yeah, it's funny. I don't like the... Uh, I'm familiar with most music, but I do find, like, age is bringing me a, an appreciation for some bands who I didn't have some for. I, I, I said it recently. I got into... I started getting a bunch of the police. Mm -hmm. Never, really, I, I've always known their music, and I'm I, I'm not any more or less familiar with their music now. But now, when they when they come on the police, I'm like, it's a good band. We actually just did them not too long ago as an artist because they were one of those things that they got so popular that people acted like they sucked. And then you go back and even deeper into it, and you're like, those fuckers can play. Yeah, like you know, really great really musicians play, yeah. and just like uh, and good tunes, like very good like like foot tapping songs. 
Um, um, it wasn't the end of the movie, but how about... I like all Frank Stallone. How about <laughs> Rocky Three, when Rocky's training in front of the audience for some reason? Yeah. He decided to train... Well, he's cocky now, Like a you know? fucking idiot. He just... Yeah, he goes, I'm going to jump rope in front of some screaming chicks. That's how I'm going to get ready to fight a murderer. As I now turn my colors to black and yellow. <laughs> yeah. Black and yellow, black and yellow. Yeah, I love that. I love that he's fighting because I like his... Clubber Lang killed his trainer. Well, I found this out from an interview that the original Frank Stallone, uh, who started to sing for his brother, Rocky, Sylvester Stallone, had actually asked Hall and Oates to do that since they were Philly guys, and they knew Frank in those days. Oh, like the do what? Like the do 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 do? Yeah, do do. Yeah, that was supposed to be Hall and Oates, and the Hall and Oates were supposed to write. Songs for that, so that would have been totally fucking Philly. How many times in your life is your decision Hall and Oates or Frank Stallone? <laughs> when I got my iPod on, that's a daily decision I have to make. Um, here is uh, Snowy. You're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, guys. I don't know if it's a rocking song, but always look on the bright side of life at the end of life for Brian Monty Python. Was perfect. Perfect song. God, they're sitting around being crucified. And break into this. Might you mad? Other things just make you swear and curse. When you're chewing on last gristle, that grumble, give a whistle. And this'll help things turn out for the best. And always look on the bright side of life. Always look on the light side of life. If life seems jolly rotten, there's something you've forgotten. And that's to laugh and smile and dance and sing. When you're feeling in the dumps, don't be silly chumps. Just purse your lips and whistle, that's the thing. And always look on the bright side of life. Come on! Always look on the right side of life For life is quite absurd And death's the final word You must always face the curtain with a bow Forget about your scene Give the audience a grin Enjoy it, it's your last chance anyhow So always look on the bright side of life Hey, Ryan, in Minnesota, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Ron. Uh, first, when you said that you like a suspense movie in the way that makes you feel over a horror movie, that immediately made me think of the scene in Boogie Nights when uh, they were trying to knock off that coke, the guy, get that guy's coke in his bedroom. Or in his so fucking tense. Yeah, I, I don't think you could get that emotion out of any horror movie. No, but, but that, it also <laughs> helps if you have somewhat of a lit-up background and could just remember, like... Why are with these fucking people? Why am I sitting here? Awful. Oh, yeah. Just, uh, yeah, I love, that's uh, one of my favorite things ever in my mind to think about is if I ever get a chance to have control over a film I would make mm -hmm. in some way, it would to be that the picking the music for it like, was such a cool thing. I think it's such an important thing. You know what's funny, though, is if you think of it, how many directors are really good at it, and you could probably name them on two hands. To go out and pick the right songs for scenes. Because sometimes you want a song that plays off yeah. what's happening. And sometimes you want to find the direct feeling. But a lot of guys will be like, 
hey, let me play a song from 1962 to show you that this is 1962. That's as far as they can go with it. Yeah, there's something to like between like a score being really good though versus even like a soundtrack. The picking the songs is good, and then some. I think Michael Mann is like great. Like the movie Heat. Mm-hmm. The music happening during the movie, just like the background, right, is is fantastic. Like I love. Well, that. Michael Mann actually used to release albums during the 1980s when he did the Miami Vice thing. <laughs> like his, they would people would release singles on that show. That was like the Phil Collins, the, um, the Phil Collins shit, right? Yeah, yeah, it got gigantic. Night, yeah, it got gigantic. Yeah, there's a big difference between soundtrack and a score. A score is a totally different animal. That's somebody who's sitting down, looking at the movie, writing music. There's a there's great score music in. Uh, I just downloaded the other day the score "Boys in the Hood." Um, the when they're driving at the end, and yeah. the four of them looking like that music's really good. The movie "Deep Cover." John and Betty's theme is uh-huh. a really cool score song. Like, you so you like just now? So you're on your way to listen to classical. When you start to listen to film scores while you're driving, before you know it, you're going to end up... But these aren't necessarily... I mean, you might be on my way. You might be right about that. I'm aging very quickly in very few years. But that happens a lot of times. People are like, hey, what was that one tune from that? And you're like, well, that was fucking Beethoven, dude. You can't go to the symphony in knuckle gloves (laughs) and a tuxedo, though. I'm going to jerk off. (laughs) They'll always tell you, but this was the rock of its day. Oh, this is the wrong song. Yeah, of course it is. Didn't find it. This isn't John and Betty's theme. What's happening? It's not on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, no, that's how I found it at first. Here's uh, Anthony. You're on the Run of Fez show. How you doing, Ron? <laughs> uh, the Sex Pistols, uh, not Sex Pistols, Sid Vicious at the end of Goodfellas singing My Way by Frank Sinatra. Hey, Andrew in Virginia. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Uh, just like honey, Jesus and Mary Chain at the end of Boston Translation. That actually was fucking perfect. And Bill Murray could always know in his heart he could have fucked that young girl. He just chose not to. That's what makes him an adult. You think he did fuck her? Oh, no, he was in. He was, I think he might have oh. fucked her. No, he didn't. That was the point of the movie, that he didn't fuck her. What do you mean, whatever? You have That's... to be able to get the movie. <laughs> you have to have some understanding. That's what you say in your ear. That was a great fuck. <laughs> that was a great fuck. Seriously, man, the way you licked my balls was unbelievable. You're Scarlett Johansson. He actually whispered in her ear, she's got some gigantic tits for a petite girl. <laughs> Eric in Baltimore, you're on the Run of Fez show. 
Uh, yeah, I was going to say, uh, don't you forget about me at the end of The Breakfast Club, uh, even though that's kind of a little gay movie there. I, uh... <laughs> yeah, he's got to play it down now. He's like not acting like he didn't love it. He adored it. Well, I just thought it was cheesy. He wished he could have been Molly Ringwald in it, the princess. <laughs> Sushi. <laughs> I sang this with a live band in Alaska once. How'd it go over? I was an Alaskan hero. Mm -hmm. Did you wear an oversized suit like this and dance weird? There's no oversized suits for me. Oh, sad. <laughs> No, I brought the mood down. <laughs> yeah, I just... You know what's funny? I feel like I'm writing uh, Fez's wheelhouse with everything. When I hear him talk and the stuff he goes through and stuff, I feel... I said when I first came in here, the first time ever, that I feel a very big kinship to Fez in that way. Except the only thing is that music doesn't move him at all. I feel, I, I, I'm a very aware if I've had a day where I didn't listen to music. Like, I, I'm aware of it. So what's the kinship you feel? The love of cock? The... Underage boys. No, okay. no, not all things, mm -hmm. but there's a lot. No, just well, like uh, um, anxiety, stress, getting fucking freaked out. You're, you over things that make you don't need to Yeah, 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 absolutely. I think every human being does. Yeah. I think every human being now has. Have you experienced panic before? Yeah, I think it's just part of the modern world that you will just start to feel it. But I cry more than an adult man should cry ever. Like stuff like that. Do you cry because someone said something mean to you, or do you cry because you're sensitive about the world? Um, yeah, yeah, sensitive about the. It's, it's something like when you feel like all your walls are kind of crashing down. It's very, it's, it's selfish generally. So normally, it's like no one's nice to me. I'm gonna just start crying. No, because that's very girly. I think. I no, think it's, if, it's not. No one's nice to me. I think if you cry because you're like, oh, look, my kids are getting big, or this is a great thing. My parents are now here. You know, like th no, that, no, that's that, kind of no, manly. No, it's more like I'm the worthless in the world, sad sack, grow my beard long type shit. Yeah, I think that cry is a wake up call for you. Think of that cry as an alarm clock going off. <laughs> the pure depression cry. You get, yes, you get a pure depression. Depression cry? Oh, yeah. That, yeah. There's a lot of times on the weekend. I don't know. Sunday morning is rough for me on any Sunday where it's like all of a sudden I'll just wake up really weepy. Well, I used to do, you know, I used to do a bizarre thing was uh, I'd have my buddy uh, Dave's another comedian at a time when it was like more convenient. I lived in Queens at the time. It was more convenient. He used to come back to my house with me almost every night. He would just crash. I had an extra room. He would crash, and we would just hang out all day. And I almost required that because if I'm left alone with my own thoughts too much, it's never like very rarely is it super positive. Which is why I said before, that's why I like listen to you guys in the car uh, and stuff like that. I kind of keep my mind occupied with funny laughing. Because uh, and like I said, that's where uh, me and Fez do differ, though. Like if I'm alone thinking in my own way, and my iPod's going, and the wrong the right. wrong song can turn it all. Songs are very very emotional. Yeah. That's why you got to quickly be able to jump it back up again. You got to have something that makes you feel good. Yeah, don't you forget about me. But sometimes it does feel good to be sad. Like when Fez actually planned a crying day about his dad last week, and people were saying, "Don't do that." I'm like, I don't think it's a bad thing if you know I want to just get the fucking sad out as like yeah. a purge. That cry actually felt really good. I mean, it was a few big cries over several hours. But, but do you cry and actually make noise? You're like, ah. yeah. I get real snotty when I cry. Oh god. 
You watched the DVD, right? So you said you had a yeah, DVD I watched it twice. Jerking off to it? No, I didn't jerk off to okay. my father's memorial DVD. The in-betweens? The f nature stuff? <laughs> There's too much nature stuff in it. I think it really could have been edited for time. Well, your dad did enjoy the great outdoors. <laughs> they captured that. Uh, now, yeah, no, it does feel good sometimes. To, sometimes you uh, sometimes you almost wish you were crying more. And you're like, well, I guess I'm done. But I'd rather point. cry like that, where I feel like I have a reason to cry, than just the, I'm walking along the street and I start crying. No, yeah, that's terrifying. That's a girl thing. Like, you'll see that in New York, where you're seeing a girl come in the other direction, she's crying. And I don't know, this might sound awful, but I think it's the hottest thing ever. It's just like the mysterious girl crying. It's your same, the same thing you said about uh, Bill Murray with that chick, because you always feel it's like, I can go charm this chick into blowing me in a subway right, right now. Not gonna, because I'm a good dude. Now, you're a Sunday cry, right, Fez? Uh-huh. You don't even know why you're crying? No, it just like it just feels like... I don't know whether everything catches up to me or something, but it's like a morning thing. It's a really... And just, then it turns into fear. Then it's like, I'm Sunday so sad, mornings? I'm scaring myself. Yeah, Sunday morning coming down. Sunday, Sunday's a... a the panel, no. I, I used to have a thing where Sunday was like the day off and... You relaxed, and I still kind of have a, a, an element of Sunday being a day off, but I do feel sometimes a little lost on Sunday because it's the most unroutine day of my life. It's the only day I don't do comedy. I don't like routine. Here's what you need to do on Sunday morning. Brunches are nice. Uh, CBS Sunday morning is a f the best show in the history of television. And then you have the best time of the week. It's like that 11 a.m. to 1 a.m. on a Sunday where you're like, Maybe I'll go somewhere. The you know what? I'm gonna throw in some Van Morrison right now. There's oh Miles Davis. There's all kinds of Sunday morning music that can make you. It's a very nice time if you're a pot smoker to smoke a joint, stay in bed, or go back in the bed. I think Sunday morning is the best thing that ever happened to the planet. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I have a daughter. My daughter's ten, so she's running around. So I got to figure out something with her every Sunday. Go to a movie. Yeah, you go to a movie, go to the park, you're not wide oh, oh, open, oh, that kind of stuff. No, absolutely. No, I actually enjoy all that stuff. I just, it's the day that I feel the most, like, confused almost. Like, what am you I You need just... a routine. You are like Fez with that. Yeah, maybe, Fez would, yeah. Fez would live happily in Groundhog's Day. Hicks, do you need a routine? I fucking like it random as fuck. I don't want to make too. plans. I don't, I, making plans is just a fucking giant pain in the ass. To me, the it. best thing ever would be to wake up in a different country in a different body, and you were just put there. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to switch it. Not even the species. So you just wake up, and you're either a sunfish or a fucking mosquito. Fucking caterpillar, like some weird, crazy shit. Not a caterpillar, too many feet. This is like a yeah, I don't want that many feet. That's gross. This is like a Quantum Leap reboot. I wish. Get somebody on this. I wish. Can Sam go help this rainbow fish? All right, do we need to break again? We need to break one more time. All right, we're going to come back, and then saw Big J. Go ahead and promote Big J again, Fez. I know you love it. Big J, he's going to be at South by Southwest with Robert Kelly. That's coming up on March 12th at Esther's Follies, Austin, Texas, right there on 6th Street. 8 p.m. is when the show starts. Now, you notice that he loves to read it exactly the same way. He doesn't say, hey, Jay, you're going to be at, you know what I mean? There's no kind of fun conversation. It's, let me go into a regimented thing. Yeah. Marine Corps is where he would have loved. Should have went. Navy? Maybe Navy. Mustache test Navy. 
You can have the mustache in the Navy. I don't think you can have five stents in the military. You can do anything at your fucking point. You'd be an admiral by now. <laughs> Are you all right, Hicks? Because I was coughing just... You know what? Sometimes I feel like there's dust in my fucking throat. This fan kicks shit out at certain points. There's definitely there's something and in the room. And I just started coughing a little while ago. There's something in this fucking room. All right, easy. Now I'm getting fr freaked out like I got to get out of this fucking building before it fucking goes. <laughs> The dust starts rumbling. You got a library to do, Fess? Yep. Going to be telling people about Dollar Shave Club. <laughs> You're going to do it exactly the same, but like maybe change one other thing? You never got your razors, huh? I haven't gotten them yet, no. That's weird. You ordered them a long time ago, right? I ordered them last week. Hmm. All right, we come back to Dad's PSA about sleeping with my daughter. We'll get you a rape charge. It's the Ron Fess Show. The Orbit Anthony Show. The Ron Fess Show continues. Show Big J. Augustin sitting in with us today. You can see him at South by Southwest. When's that coming up, Fez? That's coming up on March 12th. March 12th at Esther's Follies in Austin. I want to get into this dad's PSA, but uh, something just got put out by Emma, uh, what is it? MSN.com. And uh, we linked up to it over on the iBank. It's 30 terrible tattoos. Have you seen these yet? Uh, I haven't seen them. Uh, you see, here is the first oh, one. God. Uh, just kind of a bad tattoo. Second one, the Drake tattoo. Not really a great idea. Oh, I've seen that on World Star. Uh, terrible tattoo. Guy has a ice cream comb on his face. What's his name on it? It's a famous yeah. rapper, right? Is that Buffalo? Is that Gucci Mane? Is that Gucci Mane? I don't know. I believe so. Of course, anything about Christ is a bad one. Uh, this one, number five, is bad. <laughs> what What is that exactly? Oh. Uh, fucking Twilight. It's the cast of it's Twilight. It's the chick and the, and the two dudes she fucking wa tries to fuck. On a big, big hip. Number seven, of course, pretty bad. Steelers, all right. Steelers uh, Nation. Where, where you got that one? No. What's uh, that oh, right get? Oh, oh, all right, seven is just a fucking the, a blacked out Texas. So you got a six. I don't have a six on mine. It's weird. Mine went from five to seven. There's a uh, a porn chick who's got a, that te Texas state tattoo right on her cooch. Yeah, they all love that. They're all proud of Texas. And then the next one, of course, <laughs> is uh, I ordered for the table the Sopranos. <laughs> that is Eastside Dave's back. Little known to him, he ends up on MSN. Um, I guess, how did he have to get that? He lost the bet of some kind? He uh, talked about how The Sopranos would end. He made a bet about it. I think he said Tony would get whacked or something like that. And if it didn't come true. In hindsight, I think he's right. In hindsight, I think Tony is dead. The guy coming out of the bathroom probably yeah. put them all up. 
He never should have got that tattoo. Who gave him that? It's not fantastic artwork. Oh, no. It was a listener. (laughs) You couldn't even. We were all just sitting there while it was happening, just laughing our asses off. Because I had no idea that was The Soprano. I think we put I ordered for the table so people would at least get it. Is that a... Who's the girl supposed to be on the right? That's oh, the no, oh no, on the right. That's the wife. That's Carmel. It looks Carmella. like it looks like a Peter Chris in Kiss. That was part of the hope. <laughs> that would be kind of a Kiss Sopranos. That's really a man. An amazing tattoo. <laughs> well, Dave will be glad to know that. All right, why don't you take us over to um, the guy who? I guess he went on his daughter's Facebook and put this out. Oh uh, yeah, this guy. Um, it's called slut shaming, is what the internet is calling it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the he went onto his daughter's Facebook and found out she was being slutty and talking to older dudes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now she's thirteen years old, and then he made this YouTube video and posted online so all her friends could see. Hi, my name is Pablo Malende. I'm Tatiana's father, and I want to invite everybody on Facebook who got in her account. Who, whatever is older enough, over 17, 18, or whatever, do not talk to Tati because Tati's only 13 year old. <laughs> we found out she's been talking to other people, doing stuff she should not be doing. We also find out that she she got busted, <laughs> lying, smoking weed, busted. <laughs> lying to people, and she's 17 when she's really 13. Whatever. When I want to get shot with statutory rape or attempting to rape, please delete her out of Facebook. Anybody out, if I see any other comment after today, you will get arrested. She's not, she not living in Billington no more. She's in Philadelphia area, and she's not going back. Tatiana, is that true you've been lying about your age? Look straight. Yeah. How, how old are you? 13. What's your date of birth? July 8th, 1999. So that make you what? 13. Not 17, right? Yeah. Look straight. Yeah. So sorry. I apologize to all them people that you had lied to. I'm sorry to the people that I lied to. Louder. I don't hurt you. All right, so I guess the premise is, is this okay or too far? What do you think, Chris? Um, I think it's a dick move, and it's too far. I think it's funny, though. I mean, mm-hmm. I think it's fucking... It sucks for this girl and her Facebook friends, but... The, 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 she no longer in Wellington. <laughs> she not going to have sex with you. You get yachatory rape? Yachatory rape. <laughs> Take her out of your Facebook. Delete the Facebook. I don't like you guys. You're teen. She, and she's like, yeah, whatever. Nineteen ninety nine. I have a ten year old daughter. Just enough. Absolutely too far. There's no need to humiliate the girl like that. Telling them, telling people that are following her to delete the Facebook. You delete the Facebook. You be the parent. There's no need to do this. Ooh. You're actually not supposed to be on Facebook until you're fourteen. Believe it or not, you're not even. Say, I think you're not even like technically supposed to be on it. But, and. He's just putting her in more danger. He gave out her date of birth. He said she's in Philadelphia. They know now she likes to entice older guys on Facebook. He's put all of that out there. 
ironically, 13 is legal to fuck wherever that accent comes from. That's right. <laughs> I was as old as her mom was when she was pregnant. <laughs> My mind, 26 years old. <laughs> Do not make same mistake. So you think too far. Absolutely. Right, Big J, you are a father. Yeah, I think it's, uh, yeah. Oh, here's the thing. I, almost like a, as a, a hybrid here, would say, I'd put this video out, and then I would delete her, the, her Facebook. But right. my daughter wants a Facebook. I said no a thousand times. You want to She go. goes with her mother's, and I won't. I, I, I made her stop doing that also because it's just that. It's just, there's just bad people out there who have really shitty intentions. And I know you can't hide them from the world for that right. all the time. But um, I think there's nothing good that can come from that. You want to talk to your friends at 10 years old, 13 <clears throat> years old. Like right. You'll see them. You'll see your friends. Everyone you need to talk to, you'll see. The only bad thing for a kid is when someone else has it. Yeah. But them. You know what I mean? So if your daughter has like three friends and they have a cell phone, she's going to be freaked out she doesn't have a cell phone. Yeah, yeah they do. You know, that's the thing. They're like in they're it's such an edgy age. But the difference between me and you Fez is I wouldn't tell this guy what to do with his kid. He's not beating her. He's not hitting her. He's deciding to go on and explain to these guys that they'll be fucking arrested. He's, it's, this is really a threat against dudes to say, uh, no statutory rape. She's no longer in Wilmington. He got out of Wilmington as he heard Miss Delaware was in the fucking <laughs> teen whore business. I think he's humiliated her and just will push her in a different direction. He'll monitor the Facebook now, so Lord knows where she'll go to uh, try to hook up. I don't know. I lied and said uh, I lied and said I banged the chick when I was like fourteen. They made me publicly apologize in the school. Then you know it worked. I never did that again. So humiliation can work. Sure. Yeah, I think so to a degree. I mean, look, I'm, you know, you don't got to pull someone's dick out and throw them out into the world. Right. But I mean, like you know, absolutely make you. Make you publicly accountable for the shit you never thought you'd be accountable for. Right. Like this girl thought she would just do this and fuck her. And, and I think uh, fear tactics do work to a degree. You know what I mean? Like, or, or sometimes it doesn't work until it actually happens. You know what I mean? So it's like you could tell your kid, I guess, over and over again, like, yes, there's guys who will show up here and, you know, jam fingers up your ass if I'm not home because they're pieces of shit. But that seems very unreal. Right. It seems very TV, you know, S Law and Order SVU until it happens. So it's like. So you got no problem with what the dad did? No, I mean, I think I think it's hilarious. Also, same thing. No, actually, why more is I feel I feel bad for the fact that uh, I can see absolutely is doing nothing to this chick though. Well, you can she see is, her face. She's yeah. completely by. She goes, well, I guess I got to start getting cock from Twitter. Right, Fez is saying she's humiliated. You can see she's just taking her shots. She's didn't give a shit. Uh, yeah, and in, in the same way as if you took away her Facebook or whatever. I mean, there's some kids that are just going to find out on their own how they do it. This guy's just trying to control his own life. I just wouldn't go around telling him what he should do. I think you have to have some kind of stuff where everybody can parent the way they want to. Yeah, she has the face of like you know, like go ahead, spank me so I can go back outside with my friends. Right. Like let's just fucking do it. And see, some people think that. The way you raise a kid is the way they're going to turn out. There's just some people that are either going to be really good or really bad. Yeah. You can't, you don't have a, like people, like my kids are like very nice people. Certainly nicer than I am. And I think I've had like zero to do with that. They seem like they were really nice when they were babies. They're nice now. 
they just not bad people. But I can't act like, well, I'll write a parenting book now because I have no fucking idea why they were nice. Yeah, you you can see. Yeah, it's almost like uh, inherent. Like you can see on this girl. Like I gar- I would guarantee on anything that she went back on Facebook after this and like did something herself. Like, like you know, it's like, hey guys, that's just my stupid dad. He right. Does, he doesn't know. He's all right. So he did that. Now anyway, who wants to fucking lay a cock on my face? The the look that she has on her face reminds me of me and the guys that I hung out with. Like when you got busted, you got busted. You just fucking took it. And whatever is going to happen, but I don't know whether he's doing good or bad. I just wouldn't tell him what to do. She just likes older dudes. Anything else funny in that? Hicks, or is it just going like that? It goes on like this. I mean, of him just berating her and her just being sad and lifeless. <laughs> Hispanic upswing of the talk. I bet he's beloved on the internet now, though, right? Hey, people are loving oh, I'm sure. For the slut shaming, this is what they're calling it. This is the only example of it. Yeah. So, what do you guys say sorry to James right here? For talking to other guys on Facebook. Say it louder. For talking to other guys on Facebook. Yeah. So you were you wasn't really faithful to him, right? Yes, I was. You were faithful. So when you were talking to the other guy, why you were calling other guy and flirting with other guy? Yeah. Yeah. Just show it right here, Tatiana. But I was faithful to James. I never cheated on him. Oh, never cheated on him. Yeah, I never cheated. How would you feel if he talked to another girl? How would you feel? I don't know. You'd be mad. James, I'm sorry. I found out that you're not the guy causing any problem. I know it's my daughter who's doing stuff she should not be doing. You need to understand that I don't have no problem with you and this, and this point. I tell Ron about you, and I thank you for trying to give my daughter some advice. The only reason she had not called you because... She, she hasn't her. moved at all. Let me also say this, Fez, while you're judging this guy. You can tell that he's certainly not a psychologist. He's just right. a regular dude who, unlike a lot of men out there, hasn't left, is there trying to raise his daughter. He's doing the best that he can. And it seems like we crash down on those dudes a lot, you know? Like, yeah. we give them shit when, quite frankly, the best thing that he's doing is just there being concerned about her. Because that's all you're really doing when you're a parent. You're not somehow smart because you're a parent, no. you know? And but now he's moved into being overly interested in the boyfriend that she does have, and humiliating her that way as well. That yeah. had nothing to do with Facebook. Um, now, now it's just whatever he thinks is wrong with her, he's going to put out on YouTube for everyone to see. Well, you're you, you, for some reason when you get into a discussion, you never take for what we have. You future pace this thing which doesn't exist. There's no sense of you even bringing up what he's going to do in the future. What he's done now, is it being a great dad? In my eyes, no. But I can't, I wouldn't be able to sit by and tell the guy whether or not he should be doing this. I think it would be worse if he was, you know. um, Just not giving a shit at all. All right, hold on. Earl just sent me this. Uh, Last night, I guess, Comedy Cellar. Chappelle did 45 minutes. 
joined by Chris Rock, and they did another set together close to an hour. They're hinting at doing a tour together. Yeah. You knew all this? Yeah, I was there. How good was it? It was good. Yeah. Like, you know, I've, uh, I think they're both like great comics. I think Chappelle's like a genius. I really think he's like a, a brilliant comic. But, so uh, this was last night? Yeah, but you know, it comes a time where you're just waiting to go on. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that you're not impressed with anyone. Like, come on, all right, this is great. Let's go! No, that comes, I mean, I've watched Chappelle. Like, I think his special, uh, for what it's worth, mm -hmm. is uh, brilliant. Like, really well-crafted like, stuff. And Chris Rock's really good, too. I was, I was never like a humongous Chris Rock fan, but he's a super talented guy. I think uh, Chris Rock handles... Uh, a big room as well as anyone in history. Yeah, yeah, no, he's fantastic. I think Bring the Pain was brilliant. Yeah, awesome. me too. That really that was the like in the nineties. Yeah, that late, was late late nineties. Yeah, that was the one that I thought was a real, like almost the last thing that ever happened. That oh, someone special changed their life overnight. You yeah, because it doesn't always happen anymore. Bill Burr's fucking half hour special changes. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Changes life. You know, you would. Um, be surprised well probably not surprised how many times directors come in here and they bring up bill and they're like this fucking guy's really strong on yeah film. fantastic it was cool to get a chance to watch him kind of like progress through that too well maybe you're next after that maybe it's like people are lining up one after another maybe but then i wouldn't be able to cry in my car unless there's either. there's got to be well prior kept crying <laughs> um here is uh, TJ in Colorado. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, fellas. Uh, uh, Fez, I'm sorry, buddy, but until you are a parent and you hold that child in your hands when they are born, you cannot pass judgment on any parent. I can talk about if someone's a bad parent or not. Yeah. I can talk about the judge in Texas who whipped his daughter with a belt, beat the living hell out of her. I have every right to talk about that. But what makes okay, somebody... What makes somebody a great parent? Uh, well, number one, being involved in the, in, the, in the child's life. I think that's all you can really ask for, Fez. And after that, if you expect them to be somehow better than that, I don't know what you can come up with. And I don't get his connection of holding a sweet little baby in your, in your arms at one point and then 13 years later wanting to humiliate that same person that because, you, you, you held because, so dear to you. Because she's not a baby. And being a parent isn't about keeping someone completely safe like a baby all the time because then they grow up and not know how to do things themselves. One of the things about being a parent is repercussions. You know what I mean? You have no idea. You couldn't handle raising a cat. You could not give in to raising a cat. Do you even have the slightest understanding of how much more fucking exhausting it is to be with kids, let alone just one kid? Well, also, I think... Maybe from the age of like nine to like well into their twenties, you're one of the least influential people in their lives. Even if you're trying to be, that's like why they, you can put some stuff into it, and then you have to come into the what I call thirty-eight special. Hold on loosely, where you're like, I know you feel this way now, but remember this, you know. Yeah. I remember my old that that my dad had uh, dropped a couple things about right and wrong in my fucking head. That kept me from being a fuck-up into a total fucking sleazebag. Like, I honestly did have the... I was way into the gray area, but never into the black area. 
And I think it really came from my mom and dad at certain points acting like that's not us. We're not those kind of people. And even though they might have felt like they were failing all the time, it still kept me from totally leaping into it. But to sit and judge this man and act like he's not good and he didn't take care of that little baby, I would never, I would never have the kind of arrogance to fucking judge I've been this a, guy for this. I've been judged, I think, for like, I, I'm pretty like, my daughter's only 10, so I mean, mm. I'm not that, but, uh, but to almost use this uh, type of thing as an example, like, I'm very blunt with her. In a way, like she, she is very, you know, I am around, so she's very familiar with me. But I mean, right. I, I definitely have more of like the, uh, more like the be honest with her, kind of like you know, like don't be some sloppy whore pig. Like people laugh, we all laughed at the whores, you know. what I mean, right. like everyone's laughing at you, like you know, uh, and uh, she's gonna do what she's gonna do anyway, and she may make mistakes. And God but here's forbid, the weird but, thing: you're doing that. There's some people that would probably say you're being a bad parent I've been judged for that yeah. right? it's like you don't talk to her, to her like that and it's really weird because to me that's your decision that's your role to play um to sit up above it all no I could never fucking do that because you don't know um here is uh Mike Mike you're on the run of Fest show hey you know Fezzi, I disagree with you I think you're taking the stance that the father's just shaming the kid shame the kid and if it was uh, like an alternative lifestyle the father disagree with then i'm all in with you says but if the kid is doing something dangerous so the father has a right to go on and try to be a parent and say look it's an issue the reality of it is this guy is uh, the the thing the only part of it that you can say is he's doing the best that he can he's certainly in over his head he certainly doesn't know what he's doing, but how many people out there do? And then have you ever even heard of people that were like raised by um, therapists and they still end up hating it? You know, they're like, oh, God, my life was a nightmare. My dad wouldn't shut up. I'm constantly in these discussions. I just wanted to be a kid for a while. Mm -hmm. No one sits around. Normally, you don't even know whether your parents how your parents did until you had kids. And then after that, you're like, I don't know. You know maybe I was a little rough on them. Oh, yeah. I've definitely felt that. I've definitely felt that feeling. I wanna, but I, I think this is different, though, also. Like, Fez, are you, think, are you taking, like, almost like the, the, the slut shaming, like the shaming part of it to uh, away? Because I, I think he is trying to protect her. I think I would judge just as harshly for if he was out there saying, like, this is my kid. Something for being like alternative lifestyle, like I said, right. like he was gay or something like that. It's like you know, this is my son. He's got don't write to him, guys, because right. he's not gay. He's just you know, well, I'm not going to let him be gay or something like that. I think everyone would judge that guy harshly. But this but, is just a guy literally but saying, the like, weird thing, if I don't, you, I don't want you to get you know, I don't want you to get raped. Or, it, if or you had attacked. a gay kid, you don't want him sucking cock at 13. No, you would still. be the same thing. You'd be like, dude, you're waiting. And figuring this thing out. That's all he's saying to this kid. No, I know what I'm saying, but, but I say everyone would judge that guy if he was pointing a finger at, like, being disgraced at him being gay versus just being, like, not wanting him to do whatever he's going to, whether it be, yeah, sucking dick of 30-year-old uh, guys or whatever, you know? Like, the whole thing always comes back to if you got a kid that's, like, four or five and they run into the street and they do not protect, they don't understand the danger of the street. That is a perfect thing. But here, this kid is 13. Telling dude she's older. Saying, come pick me up. I'm ready to fuck. 
She doesn't know how dangerous she's being. Mm. We all know this because we've been out in the world. She doesn't know it. She's really, if anything, not so much bad as just naive and ignorant and not getting how many sick fucking people are out there. What if we go downstairs and, and Chris gets picked up by a guy he met on Facebook? <laughs> right I would not, he's on Grindr he constantly. He still fell for it. I, I yeah. download the app for Fez, but I guess I ended up using it. <laughs> oh, it's to meet a gay guy in an alley? Yeah, it's where Suck it just tells you how fucking close you are to fucking other dudes looking for dogs. Unmasked on Monday. We never got around to plugging that today, but we plugged it when it first came out. Monday, Robert Wall is going to be on talking about his stand-up and... All the uh, movies that he's done over the years. That's Monday at what time, Chris? That's 4 p.m. here at the Fishbowl. 4 p.m., not 4 a.m. P.m. Because that would have been so much harder to get an audience four, in here at 4 a.m. 4 p.m. You know, I came in, Chris just said 4, so no, I just assumed <laughs> it was the first 4. What's, come on. Guys, you got a plug to do. Yeah, it's Big J at Esther's Follies. That's going to be part of South by Southwest coming up March 12th in Austin, Texas on 6th Street at 8 p.m. Big J will be there with Robert Kelly. Big J, when you come back, you got to walk directly in because you can't trust Chris, Pips, or Fez. They all know about it. Yeah, it's got a barrel in. you got a barrel in. You make a scene. They will. Uh, either that or they don't want you here. I don't know. <laughs> Of course, we want fucking Jay here. Was that an angry 20 second? Yeah, come on, no. I think it's 10 now. I I, seriously, out. that was the angriest time <laughs> check I ever got in my whole career. Well, here's what I think. And that's the end of my show, Donk. Thanks for listening to today's Ron and Fez show. We hope you enjoyed it. For your convenience, this program will re-air tonight at 1 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. This show is available with SiriusXM On Demand. Go to SiriusXM.com slash On Demand for details. Predictably enough, the Opie and Anthony show is next on the Opie and Anthony channel.